I will eat my neighbors. You got a boner? I will eat your ass. I, I, I can, I can take care of that. This episode of the Hey Guys Basketball brought to you by Guys Note and Victor Rich and Plastic Object. This program contains graphic material, including offensive language. Viewer discretion is advised. Live from the Temple of High, it's the Jerry Jonestown Massacre! It's the arena lights. Lost my headphones. We're like that kid, that streamer with the flames in his room when he gets a kill on Call of Duty. Yeah. Man, I gotta watch that again. That brings a laugh to anyone at any time. <laughs> That has been a gamer before or played Call of Duty. Show number 477. It is Tuesday, June 14th. Bring that back up, man, because this is where it gets all good. So I've always had an infatuation with this song, right? Oh, yeah. I love this song because it brings back so many memories from being kids, going to sporting events to just how badass, you know. Alan Parsons was, and you know he got chicks, right? <laughs> Look at him. Yeah. So, reason I'm opening with this song tonight is because I got a package today in the mail. Yeah? Yeah. Now, that's not Alan Parsons singing that. No, that is not. That is a good friend of ours. It is a good friend of ours. Been on the show many times? Yes. And... Let me bring this down just a hair. In the mail today from Relapse Records. Oh, sweet. Hell yeah. I got my vinyl copy of Zombie and Friends. No. Dang it. (laughs) Um, This is a collection of the covers they did, all the Yacht Rock and Dad Rock covers they did during COVID lockdown. The ones you've been geeking out on. The ones I've been geeking out like crazy. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. Now I have a physical copy, and I didn't know this. It's on all streaming platforms. Did he just send one? No, this was... I ordered this straight from Relapse because I wanted a certain one. Oh, I thought he sent it in. They, the band, or everybody that performs, I guess him and Steve... I would like to get one of those. They have special copies that you can only get from them. Oh, yeah? That are a different type of vinyl. Oh, cool. Or a special edition vinyl, but I wanted this. Have you this. seen them yet? Uh, yeah, Relapse has them on their site. You can look at all the different hey, that's colors. That's cool. But I wanted to show off this. Look at this vinyl. It might be the prettiest vinyl I have. Wow. Goodness gracious, man. Look. That is really cool. It's rainbow confetti. And clear. It's like confetti ice cream. And when I saw it available for sale, I had to buy it immediately. And I was like, this is amazing. So, yes, I actually bought this copy. I support everything these guys did during COVID. Every Friday. That is a pretty record. 
Every see that bad boy. Friday they would release a I cover. I won't get my prints on it, I promise. Every Friday they'd release a cover, and I, w- I just kept getting more and more blown away. But when they finally released this serious Eye in the Sky, I was like, holy crap. That might be the coolest cover ever. It's really cool, man. Damn. You're right. That might be the prettiest album cover I've ever seen. Like that? How do you press vinyl to look like that? At least it's just gorgeous. Wow, it's man. so awesome. But yeah, this uh, this record. I want to get Darren in to talk about this, and maybe Absolutely. we can pipe in Steve or something. The but man's so busy, though. They are. You but go, this sir. whole um, here you go. This whole record was done with a bunch of different members. Darren and Steve were the main players on everything. I think yeah. they appear on every song. Well, St- Steve definitely does because I guess it was his brainchild. But um, they. Uh, have members from the Sword, and Trans Am, Sal, yeah. and yeah. all over the place, and it breaks wanna, it down. But they did a Guilty, yeah. uh, Barry Gibb and Barbara Streisand song, and they did. I mean, those. Uh, I can't tell you why by the Eagles. Yeah, this Serious Eye in the Sky, uh, taking it to the streets, the Doobie Brothers. Yeah, and uh, I give that, that record to my here. mom. Uh, and my America and my girlfriend. Outside is America. Yeah, man. Yeah, so it's it's freaking great. If you want one, I recommend uh, purchasing it. Hop on Relapse and see if you can Same. still get one. They still have the regular vinyl and a bunch of different limited editions. But I saw the confetti and wanted it. And you can stream the entire album on uh, yeah Apple Music. Uh, all the videos on i on YouTube, I think you should link it to the show. There's not videos. I will. I will. But I, but if this, everybody gets it before me, I'm going to be pissed. Yes, yes. So I, I'm just excited to get this on the player and, and spin it. It's going to be, it's epic. I like it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Yeah. So happy Tuesday, Matt. Happy Tuesday, Dustin. Um, we're here. Happy Saharan Dust Tuesday. Yeah, I'm done with that. I'm done with this already. The sky was brown today. Yeah. Horrible brown. Yeah, especially in the afternoon. It really got nasty looking. And last night was a full moon. I thought about whipping out my camera and doing some moon shots. Oh, glad you said camera. Oh, I whipped it out last night. <laughs> well, we just won't talk about that. But, um, yeah, I was going to whip out my camera and shoot the moon. Yeah. And, Yeah. Did not shoot shooting through anyway? Saharan dust. Did you tr- did you take any shots of it? No, not I may tonight. Cuz it probably looks know. gnarly. The problem is shooting through everything and getting a good focus cuz it's yeah. just I mean the Obscure, sky is nasty. Weird. And there's so much the dirt causes a lot of light reflection. Yeah. So like when you look at the moon like tonight if you go out and look at it, the halo on it is like as Huge. big as the sun. It's like out there. So and then after this, we get to deal with uh, over 100-degree weather for, it sounds like, a week. Done. I think I had a heat stroke on Friday night, man. I think you did, too. Like, Because uh, I didn't do any shots at all. Well, we, we just, I was just drinking was just those beer. high ABVs, and then I had some Trulies before. But, man, dude, I was in bad shape. Like, I'm just now starting to feel a little better. It wasn't that bad inside the... Okay, so we went... To uh, our buddies, the Jet Noise, who were on here two weeks ago, uh, they did their album release and their final show with Chris. We went over there to growl, and um, 
we chose going to see them and spending time with them over Lupe Fiasco at uh, yeah. Wild Acre. <laughs> did you hear how that show went? I did. I or- went and asked uh, uh, Tim from the Funky Panther. Mm-hmm. I got to a little back and forth with him about it because I wanted. I know all those guys went to it because um, they were promoting it and giving away tickets and stuff. And I wanted to see get. I, you can't find any coverage of that or the the Gucci Mane show, like mm-hmm. true coverage. And uh, there's been so much <clears throat> news is the thing, so it's been buried. On Sunday, I was shooting a show with my buddy Jose, and I was asking him about it, mm-hmm. and he ended up not going because he got he had some heat stroke too. No, he got some gigs and stuff. So I was I reached out to uh, Tim and asked him, and he said it wasn't fully sold out. Mm-hmm. There was still a lot of room and stuff, but it was a good show. He played, Loopy Fiasco played the entire cool album front oh, to back sweet. and had a good time and it was a good party yeah. atmosphere. So, yeah. Anything off of lasers? <laughs> I imagine so. I wonder if I can pull up set list and just go through it. I don't know if he plays anything off that anymore. Because he got in trouble? I don't know everybody. if it was trouble, but it was something like he... Uh, I liked lasers. Oh, lasers is awesome. I liked cool too. I might just be making this up, but for some reason, there's a story behind his career that's really cool. What the things he's done? Well, the Fort Worth show's not on setlist.com. Oh, that sucks. But yeah, no, there's stuff on here because he's got. Uh, this is from June 11th in Chicago. He played Superstar. Oh, he did? Yeah, so. And the show goes on. So, and those oh, yeah. are both on laser, so. Yeah. Yeah. Show Goes On is one of my favorites, man. The samples in both those are great. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, Friday night we went and saw the Jet Noise over at... Uh, Growl. Growl. And I'm had some Division, Division One beers. Yeah, Division One beers. Had some uh, heavy drinks and afterward uh, post-party at your house. Yeah. In which everything was good until... It- was it? <laughs> it was like a light switch flip too, because you were like, "All right," like I was heading out. Mm-hmm. All right, cool, man. Yeah, I'll haul at you, and yeah, then mm-hmm. we'll figure out tomorrow, and blah blah blah. And then it was like, you just got up and went into the yard. Light switch hit you. And I was there for a while too. Were you? Yeah, it was ugly, ugly, and I hadn't done that in forever, especially off of just beer. Now I only ate once, and it was like, wasn't. I didn't go back for seconds when I ate. So, but also I was wearing those tight ass jeans that don't breathe. I had my skinny jeans on mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and just full on when we got home, partied more. Mm-hmm. And then it just all it hit me. It's like Ugh. that hundred, cause it was very hot that day and it took me out probably Probably um, today is the best I've felt. I had, uh, I and think I've just been I, chugging water. I think I had one on Wednesday. See, a little heat stroke, and I got home and passed out forever, and just rested. And yeah. I didn't, I didn't start feeling normal till Friday night, Saturday morning. Yeah, yeah. this heat wave, serious man. This is going to be a, a tough one, because, especially because we're older. It's like, dude, man, it's getting where it hurts worse more and more when you when you're overheated. I don't want to like be Mr. Conspiracy Theory in the show yet. 
But well, post COVID too, long COVID. Oh with yeah, this I know. Heat. That's the thing too. Is that's what I was going to tell you. You know what I've been? Do- I went and bought another canned air from yeah. uh, Walgreens, and I've been lugging that thing around, and I've had to use it several times. I may actually go get me one of those because today I felt like I needed it mm-hmm. with all this dust in the air. Mm-hmm. I did it as soon as I got home from work. I, I've been working in an apartment complex today, um, and I got him. I went and sat in my truck for lunch in the back of it, and was chilling out, enjoying the AC and everything. And then got out of the truck, and like just immediately breathed in a bunch of dirt. Yeah, it was horrible. If you don't have to go outside, don't go outside. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. It's like Mars out there. That's why I'm not drinking booze for till. It- Cools off. Uh, I'm just no. You're just a drunk. Yeah, <laughs> I have a problem. <laughs> I need help. Hey, bartender, one more drink, 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 drink. <laughs> that's an old callback to yeah, an yeah, old man. commercial. Watch, Holy there's some Gen shit. Xers that listen to us. That's going fuck yeah. That was, and then, uh, the, and then there's some millennials going, what the fuck? <laughs> that commercial and the Devry commercials were the ones yeah. that were always ran back back. Back yeah, back. and the bar still. You remember bar, the uh, yeah. American and Bar Association on the beach? Yeah, yeah, dude. On a Long Island iced tea, and a sex on the beach. One eight hundred bartend. Yeah, and then now we got too many bartenders. Then, in that basic, the same chord pattern that Garth Brooks used on American Honky Tonk Bar Association could have been. I think it is. I think it was like a, a play on it. It, it, it worked because I know a lot of bartenders now, you know? I so obviously too. it was good uh, good uh, advertising and, and ad campaign, I'd say. We were talking yesterday, me and a coworker, about uh, different country artists and watching them come from nowhere. Yeah. And what they've been. Because it's happened a lot in Texas, <clears throat> man. He went and saw. Um, pat her on back or anything. Yeah. We were talking about Cody Jinks. And we were just talking about like uh, some of the old school guys, but I was like, "Yeah, I saw Garth Brooks for free the first time at the State Fair." <laughs> yeah, on like the Ford stage with like maybe two hundred people there. It was right before Friends in Low Places broke huge. That's cool. <laughs> That's really cool. Garth Brooks for free at the State Fair of Texas. Yeah, yeah. Didn't he do like seven seven dates? Last time he was in DFW? Yeah, it was and two and shows was a night. AT&T? It was two shows a night. Oh, was it? Because the night I went... And he was here like four nights or something? We had to sit through traffic of the first show to get to the second show, and they delayed the second show because of traffic. Oh, really? And I everybody bet. not being able to get in, because it was just gridlock nightmare. Yeah, that's the type of show, if I had some money, I'd just be helicoptering in. Pull a Jerry Jones and just... Except, I can't do helicopters, because I'm deathly afraid of them. So I need to cancel our helicopter tour in New York. Yes, please. As we fly over the Hudson. It just defies <laughs> flying logic. It, it hurts my brain. There's no way that helicopters should be able to fly. Yeah, but they do, and yeah, it's fun. Do. Oh, man, I've seen. And it feels jo- weird. Remember when Josh would send those videos and stuff like of things he was doing with his company and everything? Shh, yeah. oh, should we? No, I don't know. I was supposed to get a ride from his company up in... Uh, when we were in Vegas. Well, that... He was talking about it. And the other one was in uh, Juneau, Alaska, but it became a whiteout. And they don't fly whiteout, but they were going to go drop us off on a on a uh, glacier. Glacier? 
we could hang out and touch Eskimos or something. You can't call them. Yeah, Eskimos I get sweaty anymore. palms when I think about traveling on a helicopter. It's weird. It's definitely strange. Definitely strange. And don't go to a, like the first time I rode on one was in Branson, mm-hmm. Missouri, and it was one of those we're going to fly through the Ozarks and over the lake of the Ozark mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Yeah. On a little Magnum PI bubble helicopter. Did you see Ruth? I did not see Ruth. <laughs> and I know what you're saying. And <laughs> I think she was too young back then. Oh. I was going to throw a spoiler She's out there, but I didn't want to. Damn, they're too young now. <laughs> She's going to play Madonna. I could see that. In a biopic. That's going to be awesome. But anyway, the helicopter, like, we're sitting there, and it, it goes up, you know, about 10 feet. And then he points it nose down, and we take off, and we're pointing straight at the ground. I'm like, you talk about being a young kid and not understanding. Aren't you glad you weren't hung over? Physics of a helicopter. And you're like, this isn't supposed to work. And it did. It felt like you were in Slave One. Just <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. That's wow. not how this is supposed to work. Man. Another plane or another thing that kind of screwed with me after a while thinking about it. What's that? The Goodyear Blimp. Yeah, that I don't was know, a weird man. thing. It's a big bubble sometimes, above you. Yeah, sometimes I'm like, man, that's got to be safe. And then others, I'm like, but if it's not, and something accidentally runs, like some kid runs his drone into it accidentally and cuts it, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the, the the cockpit riding department's pretty big. It's about the twice size of this. Yeah, it's huge. It's it's pretty giant. I remember the Goodyear one on the football games. They would do the view of the inside of the cockpit, and I was you just can like, walk around. And yeah, do it's stuff pretty big. And, yeah, it's like that's ship, what we could do in that one cockpit or something. What, they don't call it a ship cockpit though, do they? We just went up shh, shh, the uh, uh, captain's. Uh, I don't know something. But like that. we just went up straight up. And just tilted it and went. No, in the Goodyear blimp, they had their tethers. Oh, you done that too? Yeah. Oh no. no. Yeah. I, I, when my uh, my real dad, my biological dad, used to it, shoot and do air shows. That's well. You you had encyclopedias, dude. Yeah. Well, you had some encyclopedias. Really. He was doing show. My uncle on that. Did you side have more than one set of encyclopedias? Yeah. Yeah, that's a double set <laughs> encyclopedias for sure, man. Hale and my uncle would Did you go out on the Concord too? You son of a bitch. Out of Waco. Oh my god. At Airshow Air Waco. I thought I told you that story. No. I was joking. Yes, we took the Concord from Waco down south to the coast and banked it and brought it back and broke Mach 1. Gee, man. I have been Mach 1. I have been supersonic. I have been Maverick. So have you been in the International Space Station? No, not yet. That's my next run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is crazy. So I've also set three a, sets of encyclopedias. Count where do you, where them. Do you, One, two, three. Where do you put sitting in an F eighteen? Not well, sitting in one, I've I've sat in some F four, some I think even an F sixteen in Florida. Once. That was painted blue and yellow. I think I have. At the uh, out in Pensacola, that went really fast and flipped upside down. No, I've not flown with them. <laughs> you have not. Have you flown with the? No. I went out with them. No, I've flown with the blue. Or oh, have the blue not angels? flown with the blue angels. I've spent time with the blue angels because that was a big deal with what they did. Like they would go out to their training facility and shoot them and stuff. So I went out there 
and with them. And anytime they did air shows around here, we would go and hang out with them and stuff. So I've sat in their planes. I've never taken one up. That's expensive as shit. Imagine buying one. That's expensive. Well, did you hear heard about Top Gun, right? Each plane was something like yeah. $18,000 an hour. I still haven't seen it, man. I've got to go see it. I do, too, in the theater. I do, too. I downloaded it. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. You've already seen it? Illegally. You saw and it? It's terrible. The copy's terrible. Oh. I just needed to see something, but yeah, I ended up just <laughs> letting it play. Why does it work? My feelings are hurt. Let's go. We yeah. have a whole packed week, though. Yeah, we got, we got a whole a lot of whole packed weeks <laughs> coming up, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like no rest for the wicked. All of a sudden, we'll just have it. The studios beam it straight to our theater. That'd be cool. Yeah. Whoa! It's Top Gun. Yeah. Is there a guitar anthem? Like is it so this is the problem. I think the version I have is I don't think mine's the complete version. Really? I think this version they got, there's not like a score, underscore or anything. Hmm. There's just sounds and and dialogue. There's no underscore through the whole thing. Maybe you got a collector's edition. I think you can sell it for billions. That's why I don't think it's in order. I don't think it's right. And I want to go see it in the theater and see it for real. Yeah. You saw like the Costco version of Top Gun 2. I think it's a pre-release, pre-edit, like one of those ones they had. Like, this is our COVID edit. I don't Should think it's right. we be talking about you having this actually on the show? I didn't download it. I mean, <laughs> it showed up at my house well, from somewhere. Guess we're done. <laughs> okay. Well, that was nice. I didn't watch all of it. I'm going to go give you How money. How are those names coming? <laughs> So, yeah, we go see the jet noise. I like how you justify it. <laughs> I'm going to give you like money. Like, you just didn't admit it. You're, like, justifying it and saying, at some point. I'm going to give you money for it. It's great. Yeah. yeah. How many times have I seen the first one? Yeah. They've made so much money off of me with me the first too, one. Me too, man. In the theaters, I saw it, like, four times. Yeah. So, just relax. You're going to get your that money. I'm Rocky go Four, see- man. I was freaking out on Rocky Four. Here's what we need to do, is I didn't know this, but the theater up at the... Cinemark Alliance or the Cinemark Tinseltown? Yeah. While they still have it in it, they have it in the 4D theater where the seats move while you're watching it. Oh, man. Yeah. Another thing, reason I don't need to be drinking right now. Yeah. And you know what they serve at the theater right up here? What? Fucking frozen whiskey Cokes. Oh, my gosh. Slurpy whiskey Cokes. How many times have people thrown up watching that movie? From drinking hey, man, the seat's mm-hmm. moving. Yeah. How do you get up to piss if the seat's moving around? If, it's in, if you're in a 4D theater. Surely you don't get to take it in there with you. Right? Why not? I don't know, man. It's just that sounds like a lot of throwing up. I, I don't know. I, I kind of want to see it in 4D, though. And then they have that one, that other weird theater. And I think Tinseltown, Grapevine Mills, the only one that does it, where they put scents and smells <laughs> yeah. in the theater. That's yeah, I want to go to weird. one of those theaters. Hey, what is uh, how long do you think it's going to be till they start putting these in like uh, custom homes? And then next thing you know, it's in like your Syntex. I don't even know if they're still around. Fox and Jacobs homes. If they've already, would got you like it. to have the four D media room? They've already got it. You watched um, the uh, Righteous Gemstones? That wasn't real, was it? Yes, those are real. Oh my gosh, dude, that looks crazy. I thought that was fake. Imagine playing F one on that. Oh my. Yeah. 
That's amazing. Yeah. How much does that cost? Oh. I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask. Uh, we'll find McBride. out soon. I'm gonna ask Danny McBride next time that I see him. Hey, man. Uh, how much were those things, man? He probably don't even have an idea. How would you buy that? I bet you I mean, he thought you they it? were fucking awesome, though. What I don't know why I said that so militantly. A video game simulator chair? Is that what they're called? I don't know. We'll just plug in our righteous gemstones. Here's one that doesn't move, and it's 528. Hmm. Hmm. Well, we need two. It needs to move. Hey, did you see I you could play rock, Formula like One as a team? Like me and you could be on uh, a team together? Really? Yeah, you could do two players seasons. So and I'm assuming it's because you're on the team. You're on the same team. Well, how does that work? We have to be on the same time every time we race? It's, it's probably something like that. I or imagine. can you race and then I'll do a you race? Can do, there, yeah, there's probably things you can do. And it's your and ghost car. Do. Right. Yeah. So I just finished my season. I haven't. I'm right in the thick of mine. I finished my season uh, a couple of days ago, and I um, I only had like two races left, so I did yeah. just did them real quick. And did I finished a, my season. Did you get a contract offer? I got my contract expired with Red with Bull. Honda and Red Bull? Um, and I decided to shop around, and I was like, you know what? Hey, Mercedes, what's up? You need someone next to Hamilton? Well, welcome to my team. Welcome to my team. Currently, Hamilton's a little pissed off at me. Is he? Because I've started to race really well. Uh, so, but you know what? I'm sure we could make a, a room for you on my team. Me and him were rivals <laughs> last year, and now we're teammates. Um, well, that's cool because and I, I beat his, his ass I'm as being a rival right now. Yeah, and he's getting frustrated with me. <laughs> so it, this might work out. So we uh, welcome yeah. to my team. I'm on. Uh, <laughs> I'm on. I'm. I. I asked. You know, I wanted the highest end of the contract that they say is. You know. <laughs> Is is a uh, a chance to get and yeah. Mercedes is like you know what you were such a badass last year and you've proven that we're going to give you free coffee for a year <laughs> we're giving you free coffee and I had the bomb on <laughs> and I was like sign me up I'm in <laughs> so now I'm with your Team attorney, Mercedes your attorney's pissed now my question is will all this stats and everything roll over to the new one when it comes out like here in a week or two I don't have you raced online at all yet no. I've heard it's amazing. Like, people are sick. I bet you they are. Yeah. Hopefully there's a way you can do it, uh, like, a uh, you can play in your competition level, you know? And it's just not complete domination, because I'd like to try it. So the only thing I've played online, if we're going to jump to video game talk, is uh, Aiden, all last week after our show, he was asking me to uh, fire up Call of Duty again. Well, I hadn't oh, yeah. updated it in a while. So I had to download all the patches and the updates and the multiplayer the patches War? and everything. Uh, I guess everything is now one umbrella. Black Ops. It's black, we're playing it's black, black Ops. Ops. Is it Cold War? Or, no, we're playing Modern Warfare. Oh, nice. And, Did, but you that know, trailer that you sent me? Oh, my. For two? Modern yes. Warfare 2? Now, Ooh. I got questions about that, too. So hold on. Tap the brakes for a second. Okay, yeah. But, so I guess now... When you play Call of Duty, it's one umbrella. Every Call of Duty you own just fires up under the Call of Duty thing we'll, on Xbox okay. uh, Series 1 or That's whatever. Cool. I think it should be like that. So I open it up, and you can scroll through. Do you want to play Cold War? Do you want to play uh, Do you want to play um, oh. the whatever the big thing so is? So they're going to the have match. you subscribe to them 
probably in the long run full on access to all the college to of all of them but ooh, i might be in from what i'm understanding and i could be wrong at this but what from what i'm understanding is as you're leveling up like so we're playing what modern warfare and what happened was playing online somewhere my uh account got screwed up so my whole modern warfare progression was gone but i still have my cold war progression and all the other ones that i've played so i had to start over but as i'm leveling up i'm as i level each level it unlocks the guns for all the games wow so i was like okay this is neat so we're playing and we're getting it going and it's it's been a lot of fun this is a beta right no, this is, is this the regular, the first Modern Warfare okay. that's already out. So Modern Warfare 2, I guess the beta comes up, and they released a trailer for that last week. Now, my question is, Modern Warfare 2 was a game that changed a lot of shit. It freaking hooked me for life. That game was groundbreaking when it came to the Call of Duty series. In this day and age, can you have... And remember, no, no Russian. Russian. I don't know, man. Can you have, like, is this a remake of that? Because it shows all the characters that were in the, you know, the second one is the one where the, the meme is, this is where real men cried. Yeah. In a video game because the very end. Yeah. But like. I don't know. The no Russian scene. What about uh, flying over whatever Middle Eastern city that was and the nuke going off and your helicopter yeah. go down and you just crawl out of the helicopter and die. Yeah. Like that whole level. And you was got all that weird. Nazi Nazi visual stuff in uh the the uh flashbacks. World, oh no the, the World World War Two. Yeah. That one. Which one what was that called? I forgot what that was called. But it was that's fun too. You had oil uh those oil can guns. The grease guns? Grease guns, yeah. Nearly bought one the other day. Um that is a whole nother though like Nazi stuff, the whole World War Two fighting Nazis, fighting Germany, fighting you know, Axis Salad is kind of accepted in video games. But when you are a bunch of Russian black ops guys that walk into an airport, airport a modern airport and shoot everyone. Yeah, that's like your whole level is to I kill everyone where, in the airport. I can see where Russian people would be like, Fuck, dude. They were man. already pissed about it when it came out the first time. See, I didn't pay attention to much of that, but I could see why they would be, though. But there was a whole... You remember starting that game, you could skip that level. There was an option to skip that level if you didn't want to go through it. Yeah, that's crazy. Which I don't... I don't. I never did it that way because the end of that level is important. Yeah. Because they know you're a CIA spy or whatever, yeah. and they shoot you as they're like... And they frame you for everything, so then mm-hmm. it looks like Americans shot up the airport. Yep. That's a great game. That game was awesome. Yeah. And the storytelling was great. Infinity Ward was awesome. Then That's EA the one fucked them went, over. You were in the neighborhoods, too, wasn't it? You were fighting in the uh, the American neighborhoods. And don't you fight at the White House? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to go to the White House. Yeah, and you fight all around the White House. That's where You the, hang out there for a bit, too. That's the one with the EMP that goes off, too, mm-hmm. right? And blacks out the entire eastern I think seaboard. So. Yeah, I think that's when they uh, first. So long. Uh, I, that might have been when they first introduced the tactical nuke in uh, the uh, multiplayer. Yeah, yeah, that was it. We were talking. Me and Aiden were talking about that the other day. I've done that once. I've done like, it on mobile. Done. I do it on mobile all the time. Yeah, mobile's pretty easy though. Yeah, 
So, uh, Doug tells the chat room, uh, one of those F1 simulator chairs go for about eight grand. Good gosh. <laughs> Man. But it can, you can use it for other things. I mean, you can use it for a flight simulator. Yeah. Mine would be on Formula One, though. I'd be on there all the time. Yeah. Doing Formula One. Did you watch the race? I did. I did, too. You know what's funny? I didn't even know how to say that country's name. Azerbaijan? Yeah, until uh, In Baku I watched- City? Yeah, and I'll, until I watched the uh, the race, and it was so weird because you know that whole track because mm-hmm. you've played it so much. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, oh, like when oh, yeah. they and and that place is so cool. Like, can you imagine seeing the race there? How badass that would be! Azerbaijan's a city I would like to go, or a country I'd like to go to. It's not. It's right where you know the Eastern European bloc, Russia, and the Middle East all come together. Yeah. So it's kind of kinda? a weird area. It's not really like Turkey. Yeah. It's kind of, you know, off on its own. Uh, the Grand Tour or yeah. Top Gear, they did one of their road shows from there. Like one of their trips oh, yeah? was going through there. It's, and uh, Is Stalin from there? I think not, because that's when they tied a, a head. You'd have to ask the chat room that. I'm not going to know. I think uh, Stalin was, uh, I don't know. Stalin, um, they they took one of Stalin, a statue of Stalin, Stalin's head off a statue, mm-hmm. and put it on uh, one of their cars. I can't remember whose car it was. <laughs> and he drove around, and the, he thought it was uh, a head of the head of Ronaldo or something like that. <laughs> but everybody kept looking at him weird, like, "What are you doing <laughs> with Stalin Man, on the hood if, of your car?" If, okay, so I hope that I get to see when is when is Austin. The when are they racing down there at Coda? We just talked about this the other night. You don't remember, do you? No. Do you remember anything from Friday night? Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, I do. Okay. Just wondering. Yeah. Uh, That's the thing. That's more of my uh, why I think it was a heat stroke because I remember a lot of it. Oh, you do? Yeah. I remember us acting like Matthew McConaughey, twisting our boogers, telling each other stories. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and the girls just looking at us like we were crazy. What's wrong with y'all? Um, let's see here. Do, 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 do. October 22nd to the 24th. Ah, oh, man, that's going to be the week I get back. I get back on the 19th. Yeah, that's what you said the other night. When we, were t- when we were talking about it, you're like, man, I want to come back, and then I'm going to have to go down there. Ah, oh, man. Oof. You just got to take Friday off. That's an important day. Yeah, but there's a few drive down Thursday. Holiday, there's a few trips like that that are in the making, and I still got to pay for the free. I gotta, I gotta do New York. Yeah, I gotta put the group together for New York. Find out what's Crazy, all going on, Ben. So yeah, um, it's just it's that the game enhances the sport, and the sport enhances the game. It's so cool. I've never, never once did I think that I would get go this hard into Formula One. Honestly, I'm more into Formula One than I ever was in NASCAR. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm never and really was in NASCAR The at Netflix all. series kinda, didn't hurt. No. But I loved Formula One back when I was doing all the NASCAR I did too. coverage and stuff. I did, too. And then, like, well, I was really hoping we would get a Formula One race here when they built this track because I brought uh, the Grand Prix here once that was just like, you know, that's where they race all the Ferraris and Lamborghinis mm-hmm. and stuff on the same track. They brought the U.S. Grand Prix through here, and I thought, okay, we'll get Formula One. Well, then they had Kart come out here and race the Oval. That's when they started passing out. That's when they started passing out, while because the G-Force mm-hmm. 
And I was like, well, if cart can't race out here, Formula One's not going to be able to race yeah. out here. Yeah, I've seen you're indie races. I've seen indie ra- several indie races. Dude, the the indie races out here are fun. I love oh, the yeah. indie races. They're so, cool as shit. It's just Netflix. So Netflix. Honestly, that's what really hooked me hard. That sounded sexual. But that was when I started watching that, that's when I was like, "Oh my gosh, dude, this there's so much there's so much technology and cool engineering stuff going on." And you get to see the way that their personalities collide, and but you get to see. But they're all buddies off the track, kind of. Yeah, I'm you sure. know, for the yeah. most part. But just the relationships between the drivers and the race directors, and just all of it, the te- the, the the competition in the teams, the competition with other teams. That's what did it for me, big time. So check this out. What do you think that PGA? series is going to be like after what's been going on this With week what's been going on this yeah week? how do you feel about the live tour are they filming that right now they're supposed to be that and the tour so they're getting all the this. tour to france so they're getting all this or the bike racing one yeah wow i from what i know that's gonna be captivated i don't know i haven't paid it uh, the 54th 54 holes is unstable to me right now just three and i days. don't know why huh it's just three days. Yeah, it's just it's weird. Is that because That's, it's a Middle Eastern thing? They don't want things done on Sunday. I have no idea, but it's it's a it's taken me a little bit to get used to that. Uh, as far as golfers doing it, I mean, I guess I don't really have a problem with it. I don't. Uh, I don't really take a side on it. Honestly, I could see why PGA people are all pissed off and stuff, but I can't You're really messing with the fabric of our sport. Right, right. I get, but I get their view. But also, man, Does no one realized that all the all but one tour championship uh, weekend is not PGA yeah. endorsed. Like this weekend, all those live players are going to be able to play if they want to. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the thing that's weird. So they, all they, the ones they, they, they banned, got, they got banned. So they can how all do play they still this get to play because those are private events. Oh, oh, the championships are private events. Like, uh, what about like the, masters? the big thing? That's the one everybody's wondering about. Big. Like, if the Masters Committee now comes down and says, since you guys were a part of this, you can't play in the Masters. That changes the game. A little that changes bit. the game. But all your big names that went and played in the Live Tour or Liv Tour, whatever the fuck it is, all your big names have won at the Masters and have exemptions to play there whenever Imagine they want. Imagine being on that board, having to make that decision. So what are you going to do? At you're, the Masters? You're just going to start banning people because they decide to go to a different tour? And this isn't the first time there's been a different tour. What, every, what everybody's freaked out about is that it's Saudi-backed in a country where... Because of the human rights stuff? In a country where we human rights use are, a lot of Saudi natural... <laughs> Oil? Oil? Like, Oil? So Oil? <laughs> if you're going to get your panties <laughs> in a twist, the OJ. I know most of our oil now comes from Canada. I yeah. mean, majority of it. But if you're going to get your panties in a twist about Saudi Arabia, their human rights, and how um, what they did on 9-11 and how they treat you know people that aren't from Saudi or whatever that, you know, whatever. If you're going to get your panties in a wad, stop driving your car. Yeah. Stop flying in an airplane. Stop going out on your boat on the weekend. Because the elites have been doing business with each other all the time, no matter what. Yeah. So you, you gotta, you're going to throw your hands in the air and not watch golf 
most of the people that are throwing their hands in the air that are freaking out about this are people that don't watch golf anyway. They're just like, oh, my God, this is back by the Saudis. By the no, way, we can't fucking there's no way we would have walked 18 on, on Sunday morning. Absolutely 0% Zero percent. If you would have called me and been, uh, you want to go play golf? You just hung up. <laughs> I nearly called you and said, you want to go to the range? <laughs> Man, every time I got up, I got like all drowsy and nasty feeling all day Sunday. Oh, we'll talk about more later. <laughs> We don't need to go backwards. We need to go forwards. Well, let's. Well, that, next I don't. I don't really have an opinion though. You asked me what I felt about it. I don't, I don't have either. An opinion yet. I don't know that. I think it's stupid to ban these players because it makes your sport look shitty or look terrible. Like, well, what about like what? What's the other tour? The FedEx Tour or whatever? Mm-hmm. Why don't you get pissed off if some of your players go over there and play on that? It's a. It's the PGA is the superior tour. In my opinion, these players are going over there to play for money because they're offered this money because basically to the Saudis, it's fuck you money. Probably, we just want yeah. this going on. We don't care. We want to watch these six. Badass golfers. It's six golf tournaments or eight golf tournaments, right? Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Yeah. And they're all over the world. Only one of them is in Saudi Arabia. Ooh, I bet that's a cool course. They're all, that man, in Dubai, there were some awesome courses. Like you're just oh, cruising bet, through the man. desert and all of a I sudden, bet. beautiful green. Yeah. We've been we've been trying to plan, starting to plan out the Hawaiian trip, and I'm like, dude, I'm going to be embarrassing, but there's no way I'm going to Hawaii and not playing a round of golf. If you're going to, to, you got to play at Princeville. Princeville's it. Mm-hmm. That is it. That's the shit course right there. It's awesome. Yeah, but I don't know. If, like, will they let some spare ass that mm-hmm. gets pissed and starts using his putter? It's made for tourists. <laughs> it's a PGA course that's made for tourists. It's Kinda like the tour Disney 18. ones. It's like the Disney ones. Those were, those used to be on the tour mm-hmm. as stops. And when we played it, the day I ran into Michael Jordan and uh, literally ran into Bo Jackson. Oh, I thought it was Alice Cooper. Scared the shit out of me. No, Johnson played with Alice, Coop, Alice Cooper. I didn't get to play with Alice Cooper. You saw someone else at the, at the, at the, at the golf course, didn't you, too? Jordan, didn't you have another Bo Jackson, Phil Jackson, and uh, Magic Johnson was there. Who do you, I thought you ran into like Nikki Six or something at the at the no golf Nikki course. Six I ran in he came out of uh, the the, the apartment across the street or across the hall from my best friend's apartment in L A. Well, what was the um, he was hooked up with what's her name Kat was, Bundy? Oh yeah, what was the there was, was something apartment. though there, I thought there was someone else you saw on the golf course that was uber famous. I Michael, mean, you don't get much more famous than Michael Jordan, but I thought there was someone else like a rock star or something. Uh uh-uh. uh Huh. These were all athletes. All that I saw were athletes out I there at Disney World. Johnson has played with Alice Cooper. That'd be fun. Or not played with him, but I know I'm, I think that they ran that uh, he was playing golf either at the Olympics when it was out in Atlanta or something with his dad or something like that. Some some uh, big event, and they played golf while they were there or something. I don't know. I might be making whiskey. All dick this didn't up. get in, invited to the celebrity pro am. They weren't around when it that was happened. Before Stroll. I mean, Johnson and I knew each other then. It was way back then. Yeah, it was like when we, <laughs> dude. How awesome would that be? You're watching the celebrity pro am, and all of a sudden you Johnson's see Johnson and Fritz dude, walking that, around with Alice, Johnson can Alice play Cooper. golf like a motherfucker. Can he? Dude. Yes. Like he'll get pissed the way he's he's so badass at golf, man. He'll get he'll get pissed at the way he's teeing off. And get frustrated, and all his bad tee offs to me 
look amazing. But he'll freaking be like, fuck this, and then stop using a T. And either he'll, he'll, he'll do it with his fairway wood, which you're, you're probably not supposed to do that. And then he'll also do it with his driver sometimes. Just That's no T. That's how tea. good he is. No T. I know a lot of people that play with no T. Yeah. I think I've tied Johnson once, and that was it. What's he In hit? Golf. What's he hit at? Back then, like, he, I never saw him break probably 90 back then. I think the lowest I got was like a 93. And uh, the, the course that I want to go to down, down the street from me, that, that's the closest I've ever played to him. And I played that course all summer, and he had only been there a few times. That's a par three, right? Mm-hmm. So fun, too. Yeah. Uh, he, he just freaking, it was like practice for him, like just he loved it because yeah. he could try crazy shots too. Like par threes are fun. Yeah. Did you awesome. ever play Soto Grande? That one's uh, where's that one at? In Hearst, off Pipeline. Mm-mm. That's the one that's in the apartments. It was the number three par three course in Texas. Every hole but one is o- is over around water. Oh, and see, it's that's like Grand fun. Prairie. It's so much fun though. I'm not good enough to play around water now. I'm I was not barely either. good, but it's a par three. Then. I mean, you're barely. Yeah. I mean, I could walk around and play. There's only one hole that I needed something longer than a seven iron. But you could, you could probably, if you can still swing good and put some distance on it, all you need is a nine through a nine pitch wedge. Yeah. A sand maybe, and then a putter. You can carry those four around and be good. I've never played uh, Iron Horse. Played Iron Horse like twice. Yeah, it feels Iron Horse feels weird to me. I always yeah. feel like I'm driving into the sun, no matter where I'm standing. So the other thing I like about that golf course is it's uh, cheap, man. It's always been inexpensive to play. And the other thing is uh, another course that's not that not crazy expensive is that's a good quality course that i like to go to is uh arlington lake arlington lake arlington's good that's a fun course uh the fort worth meadowbrook fort worth meadowbrook is so cool but man when you're having a bad day out there it sucks Mm -hmm. yeah i screwed up one time i went uh i had a group that was like well let's go play meadowbrook tomorrow and i drove out to the arlington one yeah (laughs) where the hell is everybody we're the Fort Worth one. All right, I'll be there in 20 minutes. Hold yeah. on. Drive I've had friends down. that have done that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you've got to specify which Meadowbrook you're going to. I didn't know we were playing the Fort Worth one. Yeah, my grandpa used to take my friends and I for golf out there all the time. And I'll never forget one time uh, we played Meadowbrook Fort Worth. And, man, my grandpa didn't have a good day either. I, and I didn't have a good day. Like, nobody had a good day. But one of my buddies did. And we'll just say his name is uh, Aston Martin. Aston Martin. <laughs> my grandpa, like, we, we get towards, like, the 16th, 17th hole, and I'm walking with my grandpa. He goes, hey, uh, I want you to know, don't ever play Aston Martin for money. And I was like, oh, I know. Because I'd, I'd played with that guy a lot, and my friends would just yell, like, call him out. They'd get so frustrated sometimes. That they would call him out and be like, bullshit, when they like uh, tell a score to where it got tense. And then my grandpa comes back around. Like, we play with my grandpa, and he gets, you know, almost done for the day. And he's like, yeah, don't play Ashton 
Martin. It's one of those guys like Trump would kick his ball around and <laughs> kick it into a better lie. No he, looking I tunk. think it was mainly shaving strokes off. Oh, was he? Yeah. I think. I can't remember, man. I've been up a few days. I just go out, man. Weather. I was playing pretty regularly there for a while with um, Jared and Jason. I bet that was fun to listen to. Well, I, I bet was Jason's out. bad days are classic. Well, not Cantrell. Oh, I thought you were talking about Cantrell. No. But they <laughs> they uh, they were like taking it way too seriously, and I was just out there for fun. And so they stopped inviting me because they were like, "You don't take it seriously, serious and you're not blah blah blah, and you're not." You yeah. gotta wear your collared shirt. You You'll gotta wear your shirt and me, pants man. and blah blah blah. And I'm like, I'd show up in a collared shirt and pants and everything. Well, that's uh, you're looking a little tacky. Like we'd play the old Morse Ditto. Yeah, or not? Was it Morse Ditto? The one on uh, the one that's now uh, Rangers on Brown Street and Collins. Oh, it's now the Texas uh, Rangers. Oh yeah, golf course. no 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 no. It was uh, was it called? What was it called? Ditto, ditto, ditto. Yeah, that's it was all. Just it's ditto. called Ditto Creek or Ditto Morse Ditto. D- Morse Ditto's the street. I don't know the Morse Ditto. Morse part, Ditto's the street. But I just remember playing Ditto. Yeah, Ditto. You go there, Ditto, and they were like, "Yo, you got to dress up all fancy. Go to Ditto." And I was like, "It's a public course yeah, in Arlington. You just kind of show up." I like Ditto though. That was a fun yeah. course to play too. But I used to go with my dad all the time out to Willow Springs, and that was just playing, knocking a ball around the horse pasture forever until yeah. I did a massive remodel of it, and it yeah. got pretty nice. Oh, Willow Springs. All right, so back on track. Sunday. <laughs> Sorry about that, y'all. Sunday, I woke up all jacked up. Not feeling too terribly great. Because uh, the heat. That's what Mandy was saying. She she said that you were kind of getting to that point, too, at my place. It was heat. Yeah. It was heat exhaustion and heat death. So, uh, repulsive heat, repulsive. And then we had those mosquito repellent smokers going on and it was just like, Oh, I forgot something. I'm speaking of heat. Hold on. I want to go back to Saturday night. Went over to Grackle art gallery. Cause I, Hey gosh, <laughs> I'm Grackle. Come on over. I, I love tripping Susie out the other night. <laughs> it was complete quiet. Hey gosh. Hey guys. How are you? Grackle. Hey, hey Susie. <laughs> It's so awkward when the band's in between songs and freaking there's no sound. It's just dead air and someone all of a sudden goes, hey, Susie. <laughs> that hey, was gosh. funny. The, people were getting pissed. People like, were getting pissed were, at everything. Were, yeah. Uh, Mandy said that there was some girl giving us, like, giving me go to hell looks and I stuff. got a few go to hell looks, especially when, <laughs> I, when I, hey, after the belly button song. I was like, man, this guy's got some issues. <laughs> Hey, gosh. <laughs> Some guy cut me the looks like, what the fuck? Don't stop leaving these guys alone. Yeah. Shut up. You don't know. But, um, yeah. Uh, so All from the ticket, too. <laughs> All from the morning show. They had an art hey show gosh. over at the Grackle, <laughs> and uh, Susie had some stuff up. Yeah. And went over there and hung out, and um, there was a bunch of cool art. Everywhere. Where was a bunch that of different bunch. It's over there off of um, Kulin and... Mm. And El Campo, west part of west side of west side north of thirty, north west side of thirty. So like between uh, yeah between thirty and Camp Bowie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, the Don Julio's and stuff over in that area. I think so. Watch, 
Thomas is going to make one of those, Danny. It's right by... Uh, Speaking of the ticket, the... Nah, man, it's over there, down in Teller Road. Man, you take thing. a left. And take all our directions. The clown burger, and then you make a right, and it's that apartment complex. The studio's right across the street. Let me give you a nice, Sorry. clean one. Um, it, yeah, it's over there by the uh, Kincaids. <laughs> yeah. But that's where it is. It's over there. Yeah. That area. So, um, went over there, and uh, I had this dude... Um, Slow down, slow drive, slow something. A musician that had like a bunch of keyboards and a bunch of samplers. Was this what you sent me the picture? Of? Yeah, I was like, yeah, that thing looked awesome. <laughs> this guy's rig All is kind of yeah, crazy and cool. A... All MIDI, slow draw, yeah. slow draw, slow draw. There was a lot of things I didn't know what they were that were on it. There's a lot of things in there. I, I want a guitar on there, <laughs> but it Where's was like. It reminded me of just like old school industrial art yeah. noise, uh, but more happy, not as dark and evil. Yeah. And it was fun. And then I started thinking like, man, I just want to go out in the shed and just make a Stuff bunch like of that. racket. Yeah, that'd be fun. Record it and be like, put it up on uh, Bandcamp or something and go, here. You should. There's some racket. Dude, we've made some gnarly stuff in our <laughs> spare time in all our bands that uh, some sometimes racket. we'll accidentally listen to it and I'll be like... What are we doing there? There's some racket. And that was uh, just guitar effects and bass effects and Jesse yeah. screwing with his mics, I guess. Yeah. Just jacking around while he was setting stuff up. One time you almost kicked me out of the band because of my guitar sound. <laughs> that guitar's gone. Tim took it back and recorded a new uh, cover this week. If you're friends with him on the socials. So anyway, what I wanted to say was the problem was everywhere, like the Grackle, turnout wasn't fantastic, but didn't stay there the whole night. But drove around Fort Worth, and the attendance everywhere, like our friends, uh, I don't want to say this, never mind. I'm editing this from the show. I'll tell you after the show. But there were some shows played Mm -hmm. around fort worth and the attendance was zilch yeah and i think a lot of it had to do with the The heat heat. no one wants to go out and do anything a lot of the venues a lot of the bars a lot of the restaurants gas prices been empty it's got to be a killer killer show and i'm sure they were there were really good shows that you're talking about but man to to drive right now all the way especially if you're coming from dallas to fort worth or vice versa man you add that up so this and your liquor and beer and tab. the liquor. Oof. So I want to rewind the tape even more. We'll go back to Thursday night mm. of this week. I went to Dallas to shoot a band who you've heard of, I think, Matthew and the Arrogancy from Denton. They've been around forever. I think so I think I was once eating did a show with them. Yeah, sounds familiar. So very familiar. Went over there. They played in the new AT&T music complex thing. Uh, AT&T's built this like little boardwalk. They're kind of trying to build their own uh, Texas yeah, Live without it being, I know you know, what you're about. in between all the AT&T garden, buildings. The they Miller got the, Light Garden? The Miller? It's that area? Jackson Beer Garden or something. Yeah. Bar and all this stuff. But it's downtown you Dallas. Got some food trucks up there and some. And yeah. You get the. There's grass. There's yeah. all the screens everywhere. Place. It's like their little Times Square, AT&T's version of a miniaturized Times Square. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Expensive as fuck for everything. 
parking, food, drinks, expensive as shit. Do they have sopapillas? So you drive all the way over there, and you're talking about gas, so you're, you're burning this gas to go over there mm-hmm. to then pay ridiculous prices at this place for food and drink. Then I left there and had to drive all the way to Carrollton because went to Empire Sound. Oh, for the, yeah, yeah, yeah. To have a little sitting with Alex Gersh. I got to, I got to peek in on that. And uh, listen to a uh, rough mix of new spectacle I hope tracks. the guys knew that I listened to it. Well, you listened to it through my means, so yeah, I allowed yeah. you. Yeah, I, I was You allowed me it. to listen to it. I didn't hack into the spectacle mainframe mm. and, and find the, the uh, wave file and rip it off with my... MP3 maker machine. You didn't put it straight to mini disc that I got from Napster. Yes. So we were we got to hung out with Alex for but a bit. I listened to it and uh, hung out in the studio and um, just had fun. It was good seeing him again. It's been a while since I've seen him. I think the last time well, I've seen him since then. But remember the party we went to, the Christmas party we went there. Yeah, we're all hell broke loose. <laughs> all hell broke yeah. between the other bands there. Yeah. And that yeah. was the night. I do of- remember that night. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I do. Oh, that, was, that was the night, wasn't it? Yeah. Punched me in the head. Yeah. Wasn't it that night? No, no. He. That's when I, when Seth, I was like, fu- I, I got sick of hearing about it. And I was like, fuck it, Seth, just punch me at the bar. And thinking that he would uh, not really punch me. Motherfucker came with a solid right and then y'all got into it right no oh no. i thought y'all exchanged no at the fight we yeah when we got into it y'all that punched night, each other yeah but when he freaking uh when he punched me in the head that was up at uh uh billiards one night later oh when okay. i got pissed yeah, 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 i got yeah, sick yeah. of hearing about it and i was like fuck it dude yeah if you okay. want to punch me just fucking punch me and both of us were lit yeah, and he's fucking. If you talk to him, he'll tell you he barely hit me. No, he didn't barely hit me. That was also right around the same time Seth was going through that stage of letting everybody just punch him in the face. Like no, he, this he, was after that. This was out well after that. I don't know. He still had a stage of like we were on a he river trip still once, does. where he would get drunk and be like, "I want you to punch me in the face so I can feel it." <laughs> it's like okay, I've had friends like that too. But man. like That's one like, night. Hillman and another. In fact, I think I've heard him say that before. I think Hillman and Phil were standing in the Guadalupe. And Selmo? Like in ankle deep water. And we're like, <laughs> it, I remember the moonlight and I remember sit, walking upon him and he's saying, just a, punch me in the face. Was it a great moonlight? <laughs> it's like, what is going on here? Were y'all standing in the moonlight? No. Gazing at each other? They were. Gazing at each other's tips. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Um, There's always a. Just punch me guy in the group, right? Always, always Especially always, in the college always. age. There's always one cat yep. that takes a little too far. He's like, that's it. Someone punch me. But you're talking about the gas thing. I think that's a big player because driving all that, yeah, like I'm sitting there really driving. I'm like, God everyone. damn it. This is so much money. And, I mean, it, took, it cost me. I filled up before I left. It was $100 to fill up my truck. Boom. Yeah. I finally hit 100 bucks. And then having to drive all over the place and... It's just, we're getting to the point to where fun drives are out of the question, and you really got to start thinking about going places, if you want to go places. I don't even want to go to, we got to go to SMU on Thursday. (laughs) I don't even want to go to SMU. Yeah. We got to, though, on that one. (laughs) Yeah, we kind of do. We kind of do. 
There's not really anything we can do about that. No, one. we kind of need to go to that. So, but definitely in the future when we get hit up for this kind of thing or we reach out, like we're not going to apply for stuff. It's going to start weighing on us. Yeah, you start sitting like, there thinking about it. Like, like, is it really worth the payoff of just name recognition and getting our name out there? I'm going to send. I'm going to send them a message and be like, "Can y'all just start playing more shows in Fort Worth?" <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Hey, Maynard. Hey, I don't know if you know this place out west. <laughs> Dallas is pretty cool and all, but you guys like should it. come over and play in Fort Worth. You know, we got TCU. And and they got like, Well, Tool did play in Fort Worth. Oh, yeah, that's right. Tool did play there. And I think Perfect Circle, or was that in... Uh, I think one of his other bands played there, I think there Perfect too. Circle played here. I don't know. But, yeah. Huh. We could show him a different part of Fort Worth. Like, he's playing old school. Like, we could show him the real deal music scene of Fort Worth and say, hey, why don't you play this place? Take him over to Tulips. Yeah. Well, Sunday. I could take him to Lola's. Take Maynard to Lola's. Yeah. This is my. Hey, hey, Brian. This is my good buddy, uh, Maynard. From Tool? And, and that's uh, Troy. He's here for the rock and roll rummage sale. And Troy's over here. You might have recognized him, too. He's uh, from Troy a band Sunday. called uh, Mastodon. It's all Troy Sunday. Oh, I thought it was in the video. <laughs> it was the video. No. Did I send you that trailer for it? No. I'll send you the trailer for it. So I went to Trees on Sunday to shoot Failure. And uh, this is the one you pushed out on. Because you said you couldn't breathe or... I'm seeing spots. It's like, it's just the sun. You stop staring at the sun. Yeah. <laughs> Dang sun. I can't get away from it. But went over there... Um, Fantastic show for you, the guys that don't know Failure. I highly recommend checking out the album uh, Fantastic Planet. Um, they're a band from the '90s, got together mid '90s that a lot of rock bands today oh, you know, say they were inspired by. And they're what they did was they didn't have an opening act. Second show at Trees without an opening act. As of late, what they did was they played uh, about 30 minutes of this documentary that's coming out about them. Mm-hmm. And it, man, there's all sorts of people in it. There's um, the guy from Silver Sun Pickups. There's um, Steve Albini, uh, the chick from Paramore. I can't remember her name right now. But uh, Tommy Lee's in it. And you're, you're going around, what? Haley something? Is that her mm-hmm. name? I don't know. Anyway, what? Nothing. Just continue. What? You don't like Paramore? I didn't say that. <laughs> You're making faces. I, me? <laughs> I didn't say that. So the, uh, um, <laughs> but they're going through there, and then all of a sudden, Troy pops up on screen. I'm like, hey, that's my buddy, <laughs> Troy. Are you like, we talked about faces. Me and him. <laughs> hey, Troy. Stubbs talked to him about Eastbound and Down. <sighs> Um, Did you ask him? What the fuck is going on? Oh, no, he was on the video screen. (laughs) No. But he's like, you know, the whole reason Mastodon's around is because of failure. And then Maynard pops up. And I'm like, hey, there's my buddy Maynard. (laughs) We went to Lola's. We need to talk to you about uh, not not playing Dallas anymore. Maybe (laughs) going to the rock and roll rummage sale at Lola's. I'm going to see my buddy Maynard on Thursday. (laughs) You know, you can bring that wine you got, too, if you want to. (laughs) And he's talking about, like... He's going through and talking about how uh, failure inspired early Tool. Yeah. 
and the sound, the rawness, and all that. And he's like, that's a band I would, you know, we took them on tour because there was something we loved about them and, mm-hmm. and felt about them, really appreciate them. We selected them. They weren't like just put on tour with us. Yeah. And he said that that was a band that he would steal from if he was to steal anything, <laughs> you know. And it goes on, and it was really, Metallica really good. Metallica has said that, too, before. And, like, I think they actually admitted it. Maybe so. <laughs> but they they went all through, and uh, then, like, as the documentary is coming to an end, there's a part where they start talking about drug use and stuff, and that's where it starts. The 30 minutes comes to an end. The guys just walk out on stage, three-piece, and rips through everything. Sick. yeah. And it was that's cool. great. They sounded awesome. It was a good night. Um, i got to finish up my photos and upload them, but... It was really, really, really good. Really good. Well, I was sleeping heavily. Well, I spent like $40 on gas to get out there, <laughs> I think. That's interesting, though, how bands uh, say things like that. That Mannard, It's funny that Mannard would say that because if I was – if I, all of a sudden my band got huge, you just hear a bunch of House Arconin. <laughs> what like 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 if I was Metallica big or or let's say let's take it down what, even you, from Metallica like, maybe if I was Lamb of God big there you like all of a sudden you would, is, no you would hear you'd hear a bunch of fucking House Arconan tunes and be like Matt you son of a bitch <laughs> you just steal from them yeah oh I gotcha you'd still that's actually happened but not for I mean, me it wasn't me that did it I didn't do it no no. Dave Grohl did. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. Now. We're not allowed to talk about that? I think we got a, a, a NDA on that. <laughs> Talking about the Foo Fighters doing the cease and desist <laughs> already got sent for that like a while back. <sighs> I told you, man, I'm still geeking out on them. I, I, I freaking, I, I wish they would play a show soon. I'm like, you know, man. you can just like text a couple of guys and be like, are y'all going to do this show I or not? I thought about <laughs> it a couple of times, man. I'd be like, Come on. I think that show is still on Three Links' calendar for like September, October. It better not be while I'm in Hawaii. Oh, it'd be great if it was while you're in Hawaii. That would hurt my feelings. <laughs> I wouldn't get to throw my hat at Nick. That would be awesome. Across the stage <laughs> and get up and request a song. <laughs> That's why like, our <laughs> friends and bands fear you at shows. <laughs> I'll never forget that, man. You were gone. <laughs> yeah. You didn't even make it to the car before you started throwing up. I don't remember, man. I just know that that hat's gone. <laughs> yeah, you and Nick were playing volleyball across the band, across each side of the three-link stage, just tossing yeah. it back and forth as the band's playing. And yeah. then finally Alex knocked out of the air. I don't like know, that. man. I just remember Alex like get the fuck off the stage, like getting that added that vibe, like dude. someone get this cunt yeah. off the stage. <laughs> yeah. That'd have been hilarious if he said that, dude. You know, I think I've asked him about that, and he doesn't fucking he doesn't know what I'm talking about, or he's got well, it mixed up with a different show. How many like it's shows? happened several times with him, probably. I was gonna say, how many shows have they played in, yeah. during that time period? Yeah, there was a shit ton. <laughs> oh shit, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so we're talking about local music. This got announced, and wanted to ask you if we should be uh, looking into covering it. Frozen Soul announced their Wrecking Ball Metal Madness show, and this is becoming an annual thing, I guess. Because I they like did the it. sounds of this already, man. Last year they did it at Haltom Theater, and it blew all the breakers <laughs> and killed the AC. So it was hot all day. Hopefully, it's not a hot night. If they do that, that would suck. 
but they it's it's going to be August 13th. Uh we won't be here. No, we're going to be in the New York cities. And we'll be flying back that day. I don't know what time we're flying out. But I after flights I don't feel like going straight to a show. I did that once, especially if it's um, 112 degrees. Yeah, in August. Oh. Anyway, okay, so the I'm show... sure someone's going to catch a lot of videos, so we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll check those out. So we'll tell... Well, someone else will go for us. It's the Wrecking Ball Metal Madness show featuring Municipal Waste and Frozen Soul, Creeping Death, Fugitive, Malignant Altar, um, 200 Stab Wounds, Undeath, Vomit Forth, Tribal Gaze, mm. No Moss, Intoxicated... Um, it's going to be at the Echo Lounge, the new Mark Cuban venue, which you and I will be checking out here in a few weeks. Um, but yeah. What's the show we're going to see in a few weeks? Billy Hollowdale. Speaking of a perfect circle guitarist. Yeah. He just released his uh, solo album, and it's up on all streaming platforms. It's pretty good. Uh, that sounds like a really cool show. Well, I'm interested in seeing... This Echo Lab. Everybody's they, uh, a lot of people many, have been talking about. It. How many how many shows have they had down there yet? Or now? A few. They have quite a few. Uh, Katie and Ivy have been to a show there. Uh, I forgot who it was, um, but I've heard good things about it. So that'll be rad. Maybe our friend Maynard will show up at this show, and we can introduce him to some people. <laughs> I mean. He also did play for Faith No More for a little bit, so maybe you, Mike Patton will show up for a little yeah. bit. Man, he also that would played blow for David Bowie, mind, dude. And if David Bowie shows up, if you walked up to me and had David Bowie with you and like Matt, I'd like to meet someone, and it was David Bowie, I'd be pretty startled. What if this is one of those shows like, like the Jerry Cantrell show where we go to see him and that could definitely happen? And Patton walks out and starts singing some songs. Oh my gosh. Would your dick crazy. fall off? Yeah, probably. Probably. Man, that was so cool. He also was in that Guns N' Roses Chinese uh, in uh, Chinese Democracy era. Yeah. Would be crazy. <laughs> and Axel walks out. <laughs> <laughs> and Axel walks out because you're eating at Joe T. Garcia's. <laughs> And there's the whole band and Axel's there. And Axel's there. Falls into the fountain. Who fell in the fountain? I thought oh, Axel fell was in the Axel? fountain. Was it Axel? Or was it Slash? I can't remember, man, but supposedly one of the members fell, fell into, the, into fountain the fountain at Joe T. Garcia's. Which? Why were they eating such I'm shitty food? I'm still a fan of eating there, man. <laughs> I think the scenery's fucking cool. It's a cool place to go. It's just not Microwave the best. Food. It's like I mean, El Chico. I'm not saying any of this. I am. This is all on Dustin's, uh, his on his uh, thread. Look, this is on your social. This networks. is where not I'm going to look into the camera and say I've this. had fajita, very good fajitas there, sir. I don't know. I've had good cheese enchiladas there. Let me uh, let me remind you guys. I'm looking in the camera it's just here. Knowing I'm that I got to have cash. The guy down in this box over here, he loves Joe T. Garcia's. He's a big fan. He likes. Uh, he likes their. It's not. I just. It's a cool thing to go do, man. He likes it's ever like, clear margaritas. <laughs> wait, I pointed the wrong way. You're in this box over here. Oh, yeah. um, you. I gotta go. Like, wait, wait, wait. I gotta go like this. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, there you go. This is confusing. This guy this down here. here. 
This, guy this dude right here, here doesn't get any likes. This guy you right give here. me, you see Ooh, this guy. Look, my thumb disappeared. Right here gets likes. So this guy down here. Wait, is there um, a way to do it? To can I pick you up? <laughs> <laughs> so this guy down here, he likes Joe T. Garcia's, and he likes Everclear margaritas, and he likes microwave food. This guy right here, <laughs> me, pointing, talking to you right now. You're a real Gloria Campos. Fuck that place. If you want the real Mexican food, go to the place right around the corner. It's owned by the same family, and That's they give too. you everything else. That's good, and too. And it's not pre-made and thrown into a microwave and warmed up before it's brought to your table. That's good, too, man. Plus, I'm just saying that there's a long history of Joe T. Garcia's using illegal slave oh, work. dear Lord. Here we go. From people across the border, and it's pretty well known. Man, you... Uh, this is not me, Mr. Garcia. So please, I think Mr. Garcia is dead. It's the wife that runs it, and she runs it like she's a mob boss. That is what I have been told. Go ahead, great man. That's the rumors that are going around. If you're going to get pissed at me, I'm not getting pissed at anyone. I'm dude. talking about the Joe T. Garcia's people. If they're going to get pissed at me, let Matt in. Go yell at all the other Mexican food restaurants around you that serve good food and talk shit about you. Let that's where <laughs> I find out all these stories. Well, and also, you'd like to add, and let Stubbs in. And let Stubbs in. Let him fall into the fountain. <laughs> With Axel. Ah, slash. Got Susie's backup over here. Joe T sucks. I'm and Doug's with saying, me, too. Doug's I'm not <laughs> saying it's the greatest ever, okay? What's the best Mexican food in Fort Worth? Shh, man, Ooh, you can't even do that, can you? Good places. Can't even do it. I mean, that- Mandy brought some over from Arlington. That from a place I hadn't been to, I have to ask her what it is, but I hadn't had any that good in a really long time. Then there was the place that was on that's on uh, on Maine, all the way down. It's like uh, on a corner that used to be on a corner there. Uh, man, I'm never gonna remember the name. Miguelitos. It, but... No, that was in Hearst. Miguelitos. No, this was used still... to be good. Now it's not. Uh, I haven't had it forever, though. But man, I'll have to ask some friends that I don't talk to anymore. I can't narrow it down. There's but too many. They, then, then there was the one. There was also one that was uh, that uh, was like orange and yellow. Don't say ponchos or uh, taco casa. Don't, don't say taco casa. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. But it was painted real wild for a while, like in the '90s and stuff, and it was really good too, man. It's had some of the best micheladas I ever had. And this all in Arlington? Mexican, no, this is in Fort Worth. Oh, okay. The one in Arlington that I had, uh, Mandy had just been eyeing for a while. I was like, I got to try this place. Papacitos? <laughs> no, we just go there because we have like a some gift cards. Yeah. The um, oh, speaking of which, I have one. Man, now I'm Papacitos. getting hungry. Uh, Northside. I mean, there's so many good Mexican food restaurants that are hole in the walls. Yeah. But, I mean, I always fall back for lunch, like going to Dos Molinas. It's good. Little hole in the wall. Yeah. Like a glory hole just in the wall. Just a nice little glory hole of Mexican food. And and what if that was how they fed you? Like, you just put your mouth up to a hole and they just (laughs) shove, like, tacos and And stuff through it. Every, like, like, seven or ten (laughs) times someone did it, that's how you got eight, some... Dick would just go boom, <laughs> <laughs> or as you just like, and you wore it like a badge of honor. You're like, yes, like they're just smashing dicked. food through there, and you're like, 
You're like eating all this, rah, 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 yeah. and then all of a sudden, the thing that's smashing the food through is, is your- a dick. <laughs> <laughs> you can get a shirt on the way out that says, I got dicked. <laughs> and yeah, Ricardo you ring dicks. a bell. And Ricardo <laughs> dicks. Man, how over the top is that? It's a great restaurant idea. It sounds like something from Idiocracy. It is. Are you going to Mercado Dicks? <laughs> I sure am. Or a, uh, a uh, jackass. They got uh, great electrolyte water. Have you seen the new jackass yet? No. I There's haven't. a lot of dicks in it. <laughs> if the, there's some guys that respect dicks as good as us. It's, it's, it's the jackass guys. The ones that think dicks are funny. <laughs> they're, they're right there with us. <laughs> like, we couldn't go on a road trip with jackass. No. I wouldn't want to. Oh gosh, I would. It'd be no. awesome. I want to be able to relax and chill out. I don't want to have to always be on guard that I'm about to be wrapped <laughs> in the nuts or have like a lobster clamp or a friend, on down on my or nipple. A friend massage your foot or feet. Was that a jackass bit? <laughs> no, it wasn't. I wish I'd video that. Now I'd put the <laughs> No, no, Matt, Thomas, stop. I'm Matt Stubbs, and this is the massage trick. It was almost like he did that in the casino, though. We were in old Vegas, and he is like on Fremont. Like, isn't that the street, the main strip, the old school strip? And we're just sitting there at the uh, at the Jacks table, and I'm trying to at the crack crap crap <laughs> playing the crack. Jacks. We're playing Jacks at the crack table. <laughs> we're playing Jacks. Well, I didn't know you could gamble on Jacks at the crack table. You can. The craps table, they don't let you do that. But the crack table, you can play jacks. What do you bet on if the guy can pick up his his intended count or not? <laughs> Bounce the ball. Get your intended count. Catch anyway, the ball. it was a lot like, I'm Matt Thomas, and I, whatever, and then bam, hits the bottle right into my mouth, chips my I'm tooth. Matt Thomas, welcome to Jackass. Bam. <laughs> like, bam, bam, bam. And Gary's just grabbing me. I had no idea what happened. That's what happened. That's what he was. I, I that's know, what he was upset about. But I didn't. Know. When that went down, I'm busy trying to win hundreds. Well, I was trying to. That was the first time I ever played craps. So I was trying to look cool, and it was like the first time I'd ever been to Old Vegas. So I'm always like freaking. We had played craps the entire night before. No, I know, but I was and I was still uh, trying like my best to trip? look cool, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was still getting lost a lot. Like I started catching it I don't really think well. The the dealer cared. No, you were trying I know, to look but there was cool. other people the that looked really like, cool, and I didn't look cool. It's like, you're a fucking tourist. I'm going to take all your money. No, and that's fine. <laughs> that's why I went there. Like, I had a great time. I had like $1,000 on the table while y'all are busting each other's teeth out. Dude, the first night, we should have just quit. We that Hooters casino, Man, we should have just those gone guys, home. Those guys gave us a lot of money. <laughs> they were awesome. And yeah. they were teaching us the game. And they gave us a lot of money. I tipped them pretty well. I did, too. That's the night I mooned everybody on... Uh, the strip because I was like, well, if I go to jail, I got a ton of money to get myself out. <laughs> I guess that's a one way to think. Is that what people do these days? <laughs> what? That's why you act up on the strip because you. Can I just, just want a shit ton of money. Yeah. So I'm here's my dick. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna flash this is my cars audition my... for Mercado Dicks. Hi, <laughs> I'm Dustin Snyder, and this is Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my dick. <laughs> Man. All right. Well, there's dick talk for you. <laughs> uh, hold on. Was I that in I the show notes? No. 
I thought I had it in here. I you guess should I don't add have that to the show notes. Put in, put in, uh, Dick Talk. <laughs> Mikardo Dicks. Mikardo Dicks. I don't guess and I. Jackass. Oh, there we go. <laughs> anyway, how is it? You saw it. Ah, I'm Matt Thomas. <laughs> and this is the broken tooth tick <laughs> trick. Welcome to Jackass. Thomas, what the fuck? Why are you doing Why'd you do this? that, man? Fuck. I'm Dustin Schneider, and I just want a bunch of money at the craps table, and here's my dick. Welcome to Jackass. I should try it out for Mikado Dicks. <laughs> oh man, how many God. times have, have has people that have like have hung out with us before and been like, dude, you guys talk about dicks way too much? I don't know about that. I've never had anybody complain about it. I've had, about, about I've had three or four. You so y'all talk about dicks a lot. You, most of them are women, too. Hmm. Well, talking about dicks, before we get into something a little dick. serious. Now, that's two different things. Speaking of dicks, Post Malone. Yeah? He announced his 24-karat gold tour. Now, this is your buddy, so we need to sit down and have a little talk no, with him. Dustin, I never got to meet him. <laughs> oh, why not? I wanted to meet him. Why did I never got to meet him. Why not? Because someone was being a Mikado dick. <laughs> that guy's a spare. <laughs> I see his dad. I see him at cowboy games all the time oh, with yeah. his dad. I know that dude. <laughs> He's not that cool. Yeah, he just sold out the bomb factory, man. Well, now he's he announced his twenty four or his twelve carat tour. Okay, he's not twenty four yet. It's just does he 12. have a new record out? I guess. Yeah, then I guess it's going to be twelve called twelve carat. But here's the thing that bothers me. On October twenty first, is that when you're going? That's right when I get back. Oh, that's, that's the going to be going to Austin. That's race for, weekend. Yeah. Oh, and he so that's why he's there October twenty second. Oh, he's going to Austin. He's play? doing the show. Should have known. And in Austin oh, for the Formula One. I don't want to go. Okay, so the twenty first, he's here in Dallas. Twenty mm-hmm. second, where's he playing in Dallas? Uh, AAC. Okay, so he's gonna sell the AAC. Yeah. Twenty second, he's in Austin, which I think is he's the Formula One entertainment for That's the concert cool. down there. Right. Um, he's got a lot of shoes to fill. I mean, it's been Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake and uh, Henry the Archer. They didn't play the. They played entertainment, the local fest stage, but they didn't play the. That was the same year as Justin Timberlake, I think. Um, then on the twenty fifth, he's going to Houston. Now here's what confuses me. He plays Dallas on the twenty first. Five days later, the twenty sixth, he's in Fort Worth at Dickies. Oh, that's I like that. That's cool. Proximity clause. Man, who knows? He, I'm sure they worked that out. I'm sure they did too. But that's you're going to sell nineteen thousand over there and what sixteen thousand over here. I'm sure he will. I bet he does. Or is it going to be like MGK was on Saturday night, and we could have gone and seen that show for five dollars, ten dollars to so. sit lower bowl. I have a feeling he'll sell it out. There is a lot of people into Posty. I had a couple of photographer friends go. Mm-hmm. And shoot that MGK show. How'd that go? They had to shoot from the soundboard, and guess who was standing beside them the whole time? Who? Someone named Megan Fox. 
Oh yeah. Which did girlfriend. you see them when they were in town? Uh, I think I just left Las Colinas, and they were hanging out at this uh, this uh, what do you call the? Uh, it's like sushi, except you get a bowl. I forgot what it's called. It's a type of restaurant. It's like sushi. Some, yeah, but it's in a bowl. You get, you get sashimi. No, they have they have sushi and uh, sashimi. Is that what you said? Yeah. Is, were they at a Genghis like Grill? A, no, no, not quite like that. It's more Japanese, I believe. It'd be awesome. It's like MGK a, and Megan Fox or Genghis Anyway, Grill, they went there. Waiting for a movie at Northeast Mall. Someone took a picture of them and posted it on the interwebs. And I was like, dude, I used to live like, like across the street, right over there. Could you see your thumbs? I, no, I couldn't get a good view. I looked. I couldn't. I, if she was standing on the soundboard Saki with bowl, me. maybe? No. If she's standing on the soundboard while I'm shooting, all I'm going to be looking at is her thumbs. I don't know, man. That is a beautiful woman. <laughs> I would do it just to check it out to see if the, the legend is real. But I wouldn't, like, fixate on it. I would try my best to think about baseball or something. Pokeballs. Pokeballs. That's it. Yeah. Pokeballs. They went to the Pokey place in uh, Las Colinas. Over there by... Uh, was it a ginger man that's over there too? You getting a little chat room? Yeah, looking at the chat room a little bit. We're going back to Mexican food talk. Susie says her favorite is uh, La Rieta. Um, Doug says there's a place in South Lake that was good, but have been there forever. Uh, then there's one in a gas station on Rosedale, Taqueria Insurgency. I think there's a <laughs> insurgents. Few. That's my favorite one. It's on Lancaster. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. You guys try Mercado Dicks. Go to Mercado Dicks. Let them shove it in your mouth. (laughs) It's like you go to get tacos and they just shove the tacos in your mouth and then all of a sudden someone goes to get a taco and it's not a taco, man. Um, This is just (laughs) a, a coded message for anyone that might be in the know. If someone has the pan, the Pine Canyon 5 uh, campsite reserved sometime in the fall or the Pine Canyon 4 campsite or the Pine Canyon 3. Yes. Please uh, let me join you. Um, I would like either the Pine Canyon 3, Pine Canyon 4, Pine Canyon 5. What is, what is this you speak of? This is all coded conversation for us that know. And are in the know. It sounds like something I want to know. You do. And you should do. know. You do. But I don't, don't want to go in the summer because it's too hot in this region. But I want to go in the fall. And there's a lot of bookings that have booked up these campsites. Oh, they're getting booked up? Yeah, like crazy. And like I was just scrolling through the dates. I was like, good God, there's nothing available. But those are the three campsites I want to stay at in Big Ben. So if anybody has uh, already booked them and wants to share them or wants uh, Matt and I to come out and talk dicks, we will. <laughs> All night long. And tacos. Speaking of big dicks, we got to talk about this fuckhole in Watauga. And Watauga. Well, Watauga made a bunch of news over the last couple of days. All right, and is this because you've moved out and they're no longer running for mayor that the, everybody the just thinks? moved in, Dustin. That... 
it's just anarchy. Stubbs ain't running for mayor anymore. There's like a now void. he lives in Arlington. There's a void. So there's a power now void it's just turning into chaos. <laughs> it's turning into the Thunderdome. <laughs> Dogs and cats, men and women. Oh, is that Ghostbusters? Yeah. <laughs> so, first off, you got this preacher. And I was going to... I wanted to oh, put this the... this is the steadfast one. The steadfast Did preacher. Did you see? I posted somewhere, this is not the steadfast I know of. I think it was to uh, the Dallas Morning News or something. Did anybody get back to you? No, no one even... I thought I tagged you. I don't think you did. I don't know. I tagged Maybe, someone. Is it on Twitter? Yeah, it's on Twitter. I haven't opened my Twitter in a little bit because I got really aggravated with something. Yeah. I need to go look at it. So the other thing is, did you notice, okay, this church is called the Steadfast Church. It's on 377, Denton Highway. Not spelled like the band. It's spelled, spelled S-T-E-D. incorrectly. S-T-D's? S-T-E-D-F-A-S-T. Did you notice the font of their little poster in the background of this video that's going around? It's like pointy very patriot front looking yeah 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 it looks like the exact that. same shit the patriot the patriot front group uses yeah. so this guy goes off and basically he has a sermon that is streamed on the interwebs they all do now, little, too, everybody which is dangerous. does it is very dangerous but this church is in a shopping center next to a subway so that should tell you what type of church this is it's some little pop up fly by night bullshit church the problem is they actually have people there in attendance, and they actually have people that are listening to this guy who starts spouting off, basically summed up, that all homosexuals need to be rounded up and shot in the head. <laughs> Jeez, man. And there are How- people you hear on the video go, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wonder how common that's becoming lately. It's got to be coming super cool. That's probably Common. what all the the government's freaking out about too. Is that why they go so quick into oh that guy's an extremist, or that guy's a, uh, a uh, there's a lot of I would say that cult, religious they, extremism. Well, they say that they always throw in cult, like you always hear the but the uh, mainstream media we gotta refer stop to throwing him. around cult. It is overused lately, isn't it? Cult is being just because you may have a religious and it takes belief away from our album. <laughs> You have a religious belief, you have a religious background, or like this, the guys spouting this shit are coming from a religious background, doesn't automatically make you a cult. A cult doesn't have to have anything to do with religion. It can just, it's just a belief. Anything could technically the, see, be a I don't cult. Understand. I wouldn't, the thing that sucks about the, this, this, from what I, I didn't even watch it, man. I, I started to listen to it. I was like, that's going to make me mad. And, the thing that's sad about it is that it's like that's not what my any of my religions that I'm into are not like. Like I'm not that's not a god that I would a, a brimstone type fire and brimstone and judge me, judgy type pastor and that those type of words they don't appeal to me. Like I don't I don't think that's what's needed for me personally right now. I need someone that's positive, wants to bring people together, and is uh, and is like hardcore we need to unite right now not don't fall into this trap of of hating people and i don't think any god that's worship or or prophets like i don't think jesus was like that he would i don't think he would do that i don't not my version i i don't think that uh i don't think anyone like allah or any of the muslim prophets i don't think they would do that 
The Buddhist. No, it's the Buddhist. They. That's not going to happen. Like I don't understand what. That's just weird that a, a pastor thinks that that type of message is what needs to be heard right now. Uh, I have by a his congregation. I really wonder if it also has a lot to do. Like we're deep in the middle of this Bible Belt, mm-hmm. and that seems to be a very Bible Belt way of thinking. Like. You don't hear about pastors and shit on the East Coast or West Coast throwing this shit down. Doing that. Maybe they do. Maybe it's not as Well, this is the thing that hardcore, was dangerous this about. This is bad. He's got people following him. See, this is the thing that's dangerous about uh, why, like, you can't lump into people that voted for Donald Trump and are MAGA heads. You can't lump everybody that voted for Trump that's into his, like, into that MAGA scene into that. Because I've met people, I've met really conservative people that are fucking dis- like despised and disgusted by that, just like everyone else should be. <clears throat> yeah. There are some... There- it, it's kind of weird. The day that came down, I was working with some hardcore... I don't like seeing that. ...Republican co-workers that are hardcore Republican yeah. co-workers. And it pissed them off. Like, they were like, that's giving me a sick stomach, someone saying shit like that. And a bunch of it guys that are give very, a religious person or a very, very pro-gun, they're like, no, uh-uh. Mm-mm. You don't need – that's just throwing, you know, ammo on the fire. And like I said, you, this guy has a congregation of people that are following him. I bet he's on the radar. And that's scary as shit. Now, a lot of people called the Waltaga Police Department and said, hey, this is what's going on. It's a threat. And Watauga Police Department there's a lot of, responded a, with, did you see the response? No, what did they say? It falls under your constitutional, your First Amendment right of free Which is speech weird under because the Constitution, I know a lot blah, blah, blah. of the LGBT community and stuff, uh, the, uh, that whole community, that live there and hang out at places there. I mean, we're talking about places that we've hung out. At the at. subway right next door, getting a sandwich. Seriously, I mean, and there's like a snow cone stand in the parking that, lot. Yeah. And there was right a, there's a Christmas, house, man. Yeah. There's a Christmas tree farm they build up in that shopping center yeah. and shit. Delicious snow cones, too. Yeah. New Orleans. New Orleans snow cones. I mean, it's it's really like... You've got Point Chef right there. It's a, like, right down the road, yeah. I don't... Chef's Point. I don't know. I don't like... I, I, like I said, I didn't even watch it. Uh, I doubt I will because I don't think that's the message that I need I to hear you the from a religious... No, I yeah, I saw like two seconds of it and I was like, nope, I'm done. And I think that's all it is. It's like it's only. I think the clip is only like ten seconds long. Oh, I'd seen it too before you had seen it. But then there's another one I sent you today that makes me just as sick. Where it's this white trash Yahoo in Arlington outside of Texas Live that was yelling and blocking him and a few friends are blocking. People going to some pride festival they're having in Arlington. And what pisses me off about this one is it's coming across like this is the way all Texans think. Like yeah, it's getting national traction world. and everybody's yeah, like, the wow, this is the way Texas how, is. You know, yeah. maybe, you know, everyone acts like Abbott and everybody acts like this and everybody, you know, screams Pantera lyrics at gay people or some shit. This guy's a fucking white trash piece of shit that was probably abused as a child and has homosexual tendencies built inside of him that he's just scared to let out. That's why it's important. Like, everybody jumped Matthew McConaughey's shit for coming out on this thing. 
like uh, I, I've heard thing? so many people like rip him. Like, dude, the guy's like just trying to help out. That's why it's important for guys like him to do it. He did. No matter what your viewpoint is, guys like that need to the, like native Texans that have a a, a a platform to speak from need to be doing what Matthew McConaughey is, and that is going up and have trying to have a conversation and explaining sides of the argument in a in a compassionate in a way. way and not just full of piss and vinegar, man. Texas needs to not go that route. We don't need to like Well they, you're gonna have no matter what happens, no matter what event happens, if you have a um a pro choice rally, you're gonna have anti abortion people show up mm-hmm. there and protest it. If you have a gun anti gun rally, you're gonna have gun people show up there and protest it. You're going to have a... There was a lot of protests this last week. A weekend. ton. We talked about it last week, too. But if you're going to have a, a pride festival, a pride march, you're going to have people there that show up. That's just the way things are. But the, what sucks is how media is going to dwell on this white trash piece of shit and magnify him when that's not the thinking of everybody around here. And this guy... If there's anybody that should just catch a bullet, whoa, sir! <laughs> oh, wait, did I say that? You're I should keep my internal part. thoughts part. But you what I to thought that part of the show, man. How would um, how would you uh, I mean, catch it like you throw it at him here? I got it. And I said it wrong anyway. It's like high speed lead poisoning. That's <laughs> what it is. The uh, what what I think would be hilarious. Like you got these guys that are just blocking these guys that are trying to go to a pride parade. Or Pride Festival or whatever. But what if uh, these little these festivals that are happening this month and even like these uh, pro-choice rallies that are happening at different stadiums and or different courthouses and stuff, what if you started having like, we're an open carry state and you started having gay guys or lesbians show up with AK-47s yeah. and AR-15s standing around protecting yeah. everyone else? You think these guys would have the balls to come out and shouting, start shouting Pantera well, lyrics? See, at the that's people? the thing that's dangerous about people doing that stuff. <clears throat> like, I mean, they do it. The, they do it in Portland the all the time. Right they do it where all these Antifa that's bullshits happen it's, on the West Coast. It's, it's spreading all over right now. These these uh, these hostile like uh, protests and stuff, or anti like the uh, the anti protesters as well. It's like, man, can we just have a weekend where people take a breather and and just get back to like, who present? cares that much? A lot of people right now. A lot of people Why? are fired up. Because how do these people not have other shit to do? Oh, you mean how do they have the access to just like take that off of work? fucking and, asshole that's on that video yelling all that shit. How does he, like, really? You're going to go out of your way? You don't have other shit just to do? I don't know. I don't know what to tell. How about the? Uh, I mean, don't you the, have the your protest? trailer? Don't you need to go fix up the water heater in your trailer? How about the your single uh, wide that's what, falling apart? How about January six? All those people. Like, how did everybody get off of work that long to just well, go? January six is something else because that it was is a something big. Else. That was a known political day. You have all that set up, but still, the people that did it, it it took some money to just like fuck it. I'm going to go up to Washington D.C. on a whim. Well, you know what? You bring up another oh, interesting not on point. A whim. It wasn't on a whim. <laughs> if this brings up another. You segued into the next thing I wanted to talk about was this the shit that happened in Idaho with these thirty-one guys that were arrested that were going to riot at a march up there. Yeah, and 
how um, a lot of some of those guys are from here. Uh, Haslett and Godley and Saginaw and Is Keller in it. Watauga. Oh, Watauga. There are a couple of Watauga guys. That's why so, Watauga got in the news. So my thing is, here's what... I got a question about them. Okay. Do you know a lot about them? I don't... Well, I'm not... I don't, I don't get like their their newsletter in my email or anything. Yeah, but daily, I mean but just their... Like, they're Patriot the, Front guys is what they're supposed to be. So I don't know what it... What, like, uh, I haven't seen anything that they've done as of recent... There's a lot of that, stories about these guys being feds. Okay, so yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, but I don't know why they got labeled as a white supremacist group. I haven't seen what they did that did that. Now, unless are these the same guys as the torches guys that were the torch guys that were? Uh, I think they running around with supposedly, the torches? from my understanding of the of the brief history of what I've read, and mm-hmm. this is just reading like I've, I haven't cited it through a lot of stuff. Just we're reading not one article. That. Our well, sources fail us a lot. Usually I'll go and, and research someone, but I never really research Patriot Front. We're not the Dan Rathers of uh, news I, research. At this time in my life, I have a very weak mind, and I might get sucked into their belief system. <laughs> no, that's Start not Start wearing true. white pantyhose around your face yeah. and a ball cap and khakis? <laughs> yeah. What if you that showed up funny. to that? Like, if you just showed up one day and didn't tell me, that would freak me out, man. Is that, that should be my Halloween like we're costume We're going to Big Ben, year. man. Get in. Let's dress up like Patriot Fun guys for Halloween. <laughs> that's terrible. No, yeah, that's terrible. So anyway, It'd be some the assholes that would take us serious. Yeah, that's true. So the thing is, like, from my understanding, is I got that, a better idea. We'll do blackface. Yes, instead of Patriot Front. <laughs> the uh, the uh, well, I thought it was funny. <laughs> those guys formed Patriot Front formed after Charlottesville. So. They weren't at Charlottesville. They came after. No, I think some of them oh, were there, and that's where they like all, hey, you're from where? You're from Godly. Well, I'm fucking from Autauga, and I'm from blah, blah, blah. But they're from all over the country. All See, those people are the only thing that I've seen is from them that uh, I guess I hadn't been paying attention is the pictures of them with the posters and stuff and, and the shirts and everything that say, like, patriotic stuff. It doesn't say... Something that seems like explicit racial, like remember when we went in the eighties, when the nineties, when the uh, the Klan and the and the skinheads would show up, they just had terrible things said on oh, the yeah. poster boards. Yeah, like Klan still does it. But that yeah. that's what I was looking for, and I haven't. Do seen they have sandwich like. cards like Bruce Willis wore <laughs> in the Bronx? How does that scene work these days? I mean, it makes a point. It's part of the plot. I mean, it's not good, but that's part of the point. What the fuck? <laughs> that guy <laughs> looks down and Bruce Willis is like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> that guy, those, those guys just sitting out there on that, on that doorstep. That one just goes, what the fuck? <laughs> that, cra- that scene cracks me up. Anyway. Um, I'm trying to think of how good that one was. That one was pretty good with Samuel it was, Jackson. Like, like the, it was. After that one, it started like waning a little bit. But when Samuel L. That was like the... The nice one. To, there were some goofy parts in it, like the yeah. whole water pipe thing. And Did you see the he's one driving on the, the highway sun? and Bruce shoots up? Wasn't the, and there one with his son or some, supposedly his son? Yeah, too. Man, driving around town and like yeah, easing the seat back all over town. So anyway, back to this Patriot Front bullshit. What pisses me off the most about it is I hop on Facebook today and all these people are posting there, and some of our really good friends. You know who I'm talking about. Looking at you. Uh-oh. 
are posting these mug shots of these guys and talking about it. I'm like, stop posting mug shots of these guys. Stop promoting these guys. These guys. These are like, it's like the martyr syndrome type thing. Yeah. They don't care. They like, probably want like, you to do that. They want you to do that because these guys, if they're driving all the way up to Idaho to cause a scene, which technically they only got arrested for a misdemeanor offense. Nothing else was done. A misdemeanor. They didn't. Did they? They didn't. The the thing is, the first article I read, I thought they said they had a bunch of weapons, but I didn't see any in the pictures. That All they had was riot shields and some sticks, but when, nothing. Am I imagining that though? When it was first reported, wasn't it? When, they said they, they, said they had guns. Ma- yeah, a bunch of and weapons. They had inside no the, guns. The U-Haul. No guns. They were just going up there to cause problems. And it's also weird. Gas mask. Uh, they had one smoke grenade in the truck. Is what the final thing was. It's also weird that they let them keep their mask on and stuff, and then when they get to jail, they took them. They off. take them off and take That's and the publish whole their angle uh, of their uh, embedded feds with profiles. Them. There's embedded feds with them. There's oh, embedded federal officers with saying. them. And that's the big thing is like everybody is like looking at their shoes, like all their shoes match, and they're all these military grade combat boots. That yeah, you can buy on Amazon for like two, three hundred bucks a piece. Man, but people need to calm down so bad right now. We're in a very dangerous state right now. <laughs> yeah, like we. But anyway, the powder keg could go off in any minute. Any minute. Stop posting photos of these fuckers because these guys don't care. My point is, they have. If they've driven all the way up there to do this and to cause a big scene, they don't give a fuck if you keep posting their photo on. Uh, Facebook or Instagram or whatever, you're glorifying them, and in turn, you could be using that as a as a promotion or recruitment tool for other people that want to get into this. Because now they see, oh, this guy's from Watauga. Well, that's right down the street from you know here us here in Northwichita Hills. Uh, we could just go f- find this guy and join Patriot Front. Yeah, it's pretty scary, I or guess. Join his shit. You know, there's guys in Saginaw. Yeah. Now, I got into a conversation today with Susie about all this. And I have a couple of weird beliefs about a lot of this. I think media is, like we've talked about on several things, using their tools to glorify everything, especially after January 6th, you know, or after really after Trump got in office and after Charlottesville, how everything, everybody's a white supremacist now. Like it comes down, like even to the point to where we were talking a couple of weeks ago, Disney, if you talk bad about a black actress and her acting skills, you're a racist, you're a white supremacist. And we know that isn't true, but you can't. Media is focusing everything on racism right now. Everything is racism. And everything is made to be a race issue. If two guys get in a disagreement in the parking lot over a parking space and one's black and one's white, it's now a, you know, a racial issue. They're going to fight. You know, they, they exchange fists. It's now, Oh, this is just, this is a racism at its finest. You know? Yeah. It's, yeah, get it's to like the point that sing- it's ridiculous. Every, yeah. Every single video, every single, uh, close, you know, circuit TV image you see, it's like, what color was the person? Yeah. Immediately so, what color is the yeah, It's like, man, can we just, like, think about just making everything better for a little bit? Like, let's stop the whole... What I think, in my mind, 
I think there has been a gradual ramp up yeah, of racism. No, you're right. But I also believe it's always been there. It's just being made a bigger deal these days. Seeing what goes outside of urban cities, when you start getting out into the rural country and seeing how people are and seeing a lot of uh, clan crumbles here and there and white supremacy crumbles, you know, there's little pockets of them here and there. See, Johnson I County seen has like a whole that since probably I was in college, maybe. It's still when out there. I was there. touring, or when, not touring, when I went with uh, with uh, a band somewhere, I think it was in South Texas, I caught a glimpse of that. And that was in my uh, college days. Johnson I'm, County. I'm not saying that it doesn't exist. I'm just saying that that's not something that I've experienced. And I imagine it's probably it probably has grown a little bit. Well, there's a trailer park down in Johnson County that's nothing but white supremacist. Clan members and white supremacists. That's all it is. You're known. It's known. And there really? are signs that when you come up on this place, we've had to work around it a few times, but when you roll up on this place, there are signs that say uh, something along the lines, if you're not white, don't enter. You know? And it's and there are flags everywhere. And they, as you go out in more remote rural places, you'll start seeing little crumblings here and there. And, you know... The clan capital of Texas used to be uh, uh, like Vider or something. Or Vider was one of them, but the other one down here where the coffee cup cafe is, Heiko. I thought you were about to say Azel. No, Heiko. So the it was rural areas still have a lot of it. They've always had I'm a sure lot of did. it. You know, but there rural used to areas be, have a lot of places where where communities hang out together. I've been to some places outside of town that has that going on too. So, oh no, no, I'm not saying that like, every small town is is completely white supremacist, but I'm talking about there's pockets here and there in see rural a areas. One A school or two A school, you're like racist. Yeah, <laughs> your town is a one A school. Oh, you guys are racial assholes, <laughs> racist assholes. But I'm, I'm not really saying which that. is just about as absurd as what the media is saying is about pretty, Texas. It is pretty absurd. But there's still a lot of uh, pockets of it here and there, but they've always been there. I think they're just becoming more of a focus of attention, and it's being brought to mind more today than it used to be. One of the, one of the things I brought up was Saginaw used to be country yeah. outside of Fort Worth. Um, Weatherford was. Haslett used to be out in the country away, away from Fort Worth. You hey, drive. <laughs> You drive to Haslett today, and it's nothing but businesses all the way up there to it. Yeah. It's part of the Metroplex now. Mm-hmm. And that's that. They're the, the pockets of racists that lived in those towns or in those what were once rural areas is now being bled into the urban areas and is becoming more seen than what it used and to be. And you have the phone. Because the media... And you have, you that's have, the other thing. Everybody yeah, has a video camera yeah, in their so pocket it's now. like everyone has... So you a, can videotape everything. And you can edit it the way you want before you send it to someone. You can. Or post it. Mm-hmm. You can just sell it, probably. I imagine people are buying shit like that now. Yeah. But it's... A, I, I have a big feeling it's just always been there. It's just made more impactful now. Yeah. And uh, there... And, uh, but I'm not going to go... I'm not going to deny that there's also been a gradual ramp up with the way the... The world has been, and there's a lot of really fucking angry people out there because of the last two years we've had, and probably the last six years with the president we had before it, 
you know, that have gotten really pissed off and angry. Yeah. Having to deal with that. I mean, there was, everybody wants to say that Trump is the reason racism is on the rise, but there were a lot of racists running around during uh, Obama, too. Oh, yeah. That brought a some lot of the of people things out of the that were work. said about Obama all the time. Yeah. It's like, dude, come on. A lot. So I think that's where the ramp up really began. Maybe yeah. even George W. Hey, gosh. <laughs> you know. Wait, that was Desmond McConaughey twisting his booger. There's always a rumor about him being a clan member or something like that. W? W. Yeah, there was always a rumor about that. And it's very... I can see his weird. asshole brother out in Florida being it or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even that's a stretch. I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of people. I mean, they're all elitist, and they all go and no, worship at the elitist. owl at... What's that place called? <laughs> the the one that Alex Jones talked the Grove. about. The Grove. The yeah. one he... Uh, what was that place called? Fuck. I thought it was called the Grove. It's Green it, something. It's something Green Grove. Hill or something. I don't know. The, fuck. Now I got to look it up because it's the something Grove where they have that giant owl effigy and they yeah. sacrifice animals and yeah. do uh, fake sacrifices of people. Yeah. Bohemian Grove. That's it. Bohemian I had to think about Grove. it. Bohemian Grove. It's you Bohemian Rhapsody us. with Grove. Bohemian huh? Grove. Go huh? look it up. We just got red flag. And Alex Jones is the only one that ever took a camera in there, snuck in there with a camera, and actually videotaped ballsy. everything that happened. And that's why he's blacklisted from everything is because he pulled, he called out all these elitists. There's the fucking Clinton standing right there. In the, <sighs> snuck in the back gates of Bohemian Grove with a camera. That's pretty... And it threw a swamp and water and... <laughs> Was it just him, or there's other people with him? I think it was him and another guy. Man, slipped in there. <laughs> they they hiked. If I if I remember the story right, like he had gone out there before. Yeah, and was blown away by it because they were trying to pull him into that elitist cult group, and he got freaked out by it. So then he came back and snuck in through like, like he was being uh, groomed. If I remember the story correctly. The way he, he told it on Rogan was that way. That he had gone out there to be groomed, basically. To be let in. Man. And it freaked him out, so, so he, he took came off back. and I was like, hey, you gotta... And then grabbed his buddy and went out there and we're like, you gotta check this shit out. And that's out. when he kind of short-circuited and went crazy. Man, that's weird. Because he used to be a decent journalist, right? Like, he used to be a decent... I didn't know of him until he started doing the... Uh, Info wars the, and being yeah, crazy and yeah, that's when I first talking about frogs remember being you used gay? to bring him up every once in a while like check this guy out and we'd listen to him and like what that's why I brought it up because he was like, out of reptilians control. what it's, it's funny as shit actually I don't know if it was him that was talking about the reptilians but I wonder what Wikipedia has edited on him I'm surprised they allow it up yeah he he worked on uh, public access channels in early nineties. And different uh, TV Wayne's shows. World, Wayne's World. Did he have Alex World? Alex World. I will eat. <laughs> I will eat your ass. He wrote for the Austin Chronicle. He won uh, the best Austin talk radio show host in 1999 in the Austin Chronicle. Da da da. And then, yeah, it's pretty much when 
All that came down is when he went insane. Come on. You see a bunch of elites doing this weird sacrificial bullshit? That might short-circuit you two going, is this real? Are they fucking with me? (laughs) Are all these rich-ass world elitists fucking with me? Am I the Manchurian candidate? (laughs) Like, this isn't real, right? And then you just sit there and you think about it forever? Yeah. Bohemian Grove's a freaky thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But... Especially the image. The images and stuff from it is like, oof. If you want to accept two podcasters to come out there and hang out and give them a lot of money, (laughs) I mean, we'll sell out. (laughs) Would you sell out for Bohemian Grove? We won't tell anybody. We won't. I promise. First time I get drunk at the bar. You're not going to believe this shit. I mean, this (laughs) is the description right here. No one's going to believe me. Bohemian Grove is a restricted 2,700-acre campground and Bohemian Blah, 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 Bohemian Avenue in Monte Rio, California. It's based, it it's belongs to a private San Francisco-based gentleman's club clean? known as the Bohemian Club. In mid-July each year, Bohemian Grove hosts a more than two-week encampment of some of the most prominent men in the world. Announced men and women, but... Yeah, and then you got the WEF, all that stuff going on in meetings and stuff. Hey, Bohemian Club, have you seen how many awards we've won? <laughs> I mean, we've got, we've got a wall. You guys call our hotline. We've got a wall <laughs> behind us. We hang them in the back of our, they, in the back of our crib-like the, trophies. All they have to do is call the hotline. Is that what Dr. Dre says? Just yeah. call the hotline. Just call the hotline. We'll get in touch. Watch, I mean, we got some a, creepy well, they message. wrap around the wall. It's I that you have asked for. If someone from Bohemian Club, from the Bohemian Club, Dust wants to call us, our number is six eight two five nine three JJTM. We haven't had a call in a little while from uh, any it's fake me. callers, so feel I'm free to Bohemia, fake call us. Dustin, I'm here. If you are a chair member of the Bohemian Club, call our number. Hey guys, <laughs> hey guys. No one, I hope everybody's getting this as an open invitation to just call. I want like six calls of Bohemian from, from Club. From all the Bohemian Club for hair Chamber club for members. Men. Yeah. Members next week. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Hello, TSA. <laughs> We're or never flying again. Home, Homeland Security. Well, who's the ones that listen to all the phone calls? Uh, well, the, the, I mean, the uh, feds do. Now, yeah, the it's one that's been doing it forever up. out in the in the desert where they've been just listening to us for a while. Oh, uh, they'd be a homeland. Is the homeland, homeland security? security does that? How are you doing? Homeland? I thought there was a special division of it too. It's like oh, no, I'm never going to remember it. I like I trying know. to sound smart on this show, and then it just all falls apart. Yeah, it just poops out. It's like I got really good T-shirt ideas. <laughs> What's your ideas on uh, gun control? <laughs> What do you think about these laws do going that down? Too, huh? <laughs> well, you're a gun owning member. You I should am. care about these I legislation am. that's going in. Yeah. Do you I need a thirty round honestly, capacity magazine? I, I don't think in that your that's, life. I don't think that's in this first round, though. Is it the high, high capacity. capacity magazines? I don't think they're messing with those yet. I don't think they, they think are that that's what they're going to hit next. But right now, it's been more of mental health stuff. And so, and how do you flags. feel about red flag laws? Okay, so the red flag laws. There's got to be. I don't. I understand why they're pursuing it, right? I do get it. I get it. But it just seems like uh, that's 
that's an issue we need to address, but we also need to address the schools right the fuck now. Like, we got to start talking to each other and figuring out a way that these the, our, our kids can go to school. Like, I don't, I know this sounds weird, but there's like, and it's sad, but you're, you're like the control, the control system type thing, like a prison almost, where you got to, like, have you ever gone and seen a friend or picked up someone that was at county or something? I mean, there's a process to get in. You can't just everybody just came to see me. Well, I mean, extended stay, like uh, not three days. The place that was over by uh, by uh, Tin Panther and stuff out there, like or the place by the Green Bay facility that's right by my office, probably. But there's that mean that it's not going to be attractive, and it might be intimidating to, to kids. But you could set up something like that. You could have a control room that 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 Man. has is always monitoring hallways, always monitoring zones. You have a lock system, just like a prison. No, but that's scary to a lot of people too. There's this plate, and my coworker showed it to me. It's a like thirty dollar fix. It's a thirty dollar fix for every door in a classroom that. It's this locking plate. It's this assembly that goes on the floor that you put in the tile on the floor and this little metal plate that goes on the the back of the door. In case of emergency or something breaks down, all you have to do is go over there and kick this plate and the door can't open. You can't move it. Um, And you would put that on all the doors and windows, I take it. On all the doors, for sure. Um, Now, you know... That's what I'm talking about. Though. That, type of, that, that stuff, type of thing is what I think we need to be focusing on, not the red it doesn't, flags yet. It doesn't or, cause any... I shouldn't um, have said yet. I should put a, a link to it in the show notes and, and post it when I post the show, but it doesn't cause anything to... I mean, these kids, going to school, you don't need to feel like you're going to a prison. I mean, it's understandable that we need to treat it that way because of how chaotic things are are in this world and how dangerous they are but you also i mean statistically being shot or being in one of these incidents is very 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 um low you have a better chance of being like winning the lottery or being struck by lightning than being in a in a mass shooting that's the way the stat is that's not an excuse. That's not something good the, uh, for it. But it's a fear thing. And I think yeah. we got to stop scaring the shit out of these kids because you're taking away their life. You're taking away so good times of their life that they should be enjoying. And they're just living with this fear. And it fucks them up in the long term. But then again, the argument is, well, if there's a shooter on their campus, that's going to fuck their minds up too. You know, So we have to make it to where there can't be a shooter on the campus. But, but if, if you can make it, something that's not that doesn't get uh, in their head, like a prison, it's got. If you make yeah, it, if look you put like in there, like these plates or something that are just there don't, that are a safety don't thing, make it look like a prison. Make that it look are just pretty. they're easy. They've been tested. Cops have come in there with battering rams and can't beat down these doors. You know, painted. You the it's glass almost like making it a panic room. Yeah, the glass on the door is all bulletproof, so you can't just be you know bulletproof does only sh- hold up for so long. But you're hoping like. See, most of these shooters that where this shooting where these shootings have happened, they have high capacity magazines, but they don't have enough. They run out of ammo. Okay, trying to break so, down a piece of glass. 
So you're making my point right here. This is exactly what needs to happen with both sides. Both sides need to stop yelling at each other because no, neither one of you are. Neither one of them yelling are doesn't to each solve other, anything. But they need they need to just start bouncing ideas off each other and be like, okay, yes, we admit we got to do something about the mental health in the United States of America. But right now, what we need to do to stop school shootings and, and soft target uh, shootings and, and attacks is just put some in is, place. Is, is we got to get something together now to prevent it? To to if it does happen. That there's more of a chance that the that there's no 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 one gets killed or the, as least a many as least the amount of the least amount of possible of people uh, suffer. That's what we need to do right the fuck now. Yes, yes. Let's let's talk about uh, things that we see and and red flags and all that. See, that's the other thing when you're talking about red flags. Well, someone that's a proponent of the red flags. If anyone in the chat room thinks that's a good idea, I'd like to know your your ideas. Your I don't uh, think... idea about this. What about if someone, uh, let's say a woman uh, or a man or anyone gets a little bit of depression? Let's say after she has a baby or postpartum, or at this point he has a baby. Mm-hmm. But yeah, <laughs> did you get my joke there? Yeah. Anyway, or he has a baby postpartum. Yeah. So. If that happens, uh, is that what we're going to be looking for? Oh, this person was prescribed Lexapro, so we can't let that person have a gun because he's been in a he's taking an SSRI or she's well, taking an SSRI. That? That's what I'm saying. They're you gonna, broke you broke a law. Well, HIPAA apparently yeah, after or, COVID, or HIPAA laws are fucked. They, Who gives a we shit? We saw that's what HIPAA was about. That's what. Well, that's what, and they that's turned they around. It down. They turned around. They said, "Well, HIPAA is only between that. your doctor and." Your insurance company, your doctor, or your work, or your doctor, and this—that's how they turned it around during COVID. Yeah, that HIPAA only applies to this; it doesn't apply to everything else. You have to show me your papers. Show me your papers. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is the thing with—I—I I have said this on the show several times. If you are on an SSRI, or you're on a Class One narcotic for some reason, which would include me, you shouldn't be able to buy a weapon. If you want to go, if you want to have a red flag thing there, because we've seen what SSRIs do to people. There's statistics all over the place. You know, maybe if you're on Chantrix, you shouldn't be getting a gun because we saw what happened to that with friends of ours and people we know and bands around here. You don't think that's a slippery slope? It's an extremely slippery slope. But if you want to start throwing... I guess that's what people that are against red flags would be arguing. These red flag laws, I mean... You know, you want to throw something out there. What fear? What I fear about the red flag law is it could be basically the registry thing. No, registry that's doesn't what a lot bother of people. Me. Registry doesn't about. bother me either, because a lot of people don't understand how a registry works this, today, right now. They think <clears throat> when you go buy a gun, you're automatically put into a system that registers you, so they can always look up that gun again if it was used in anything. Wrong. That's not how it works. The TV will show you that. You can watch as much CS fucking eye as you want. That's not how it works. As someone that has bought all their guns legally, but you don't think paperwork, the technology's there to where they could just flip a switch and see that? Like they have the data, they just aren't acting or, or seeking the data. They don't have any of my data. I know. I know where how, how, all my data is sitting right now. I know exactly where it's sitting. But there was some version of that information uh, information that was sent somewhere. Nope. How in the state of Texas, all the all you get is a background check. To make sure you have nothing on your background. Nothing about the weapon you're purchasing is included in that background check. 
Oh, nothing. there's no data about why you're getting background check. It's no, just a background check. It's just check. a background check. See, I didn't know that. And that doesn't go to the federal it goes to the federal level, but no one holds on to it. It's just an inquiry. Like I'm gonna check your credit score to see if you can buy this. So it's like a car. car. It's like me when I me getting a mortgage license or something a broker's license. They're just sending it off. Here's your background check. We're sending it off to see if it comes kinda like a job. Yeah. Kind of like it's a job. Not, it's not, oh, this is a background for a gun. No. Gotcha. The same background check. Is that check, the same federally? The same background check that I used to buy all my weapons is the same that gave me access to the Air Force Base. Hmm. I didn't know that, man. It's the exact same thing. I guarantee there's a lot of people that don't know that, too. No one knows that. And it, you get into all these arguments with all these fucking idiots that think they're gun control guy or... Mr. Gun Guy or Gun Argument guys that have never owned a firearm or never purchased a firearm, they don't understand how that works. Nothing is on the record. Well, that's the thing that's so aggravating. Right now, the most uneducated people about the subject matter are the ones yelling the loudest. That don't own a gun. It's like, dude, if y'all would just develop some critical uh, thinking skills and then go investigate and find your argument and then come back to me and talk to me or vice versa... Like, it seems like that's where we make some progress. But no, the morons that don't know anything about it have the loudest voices right now. And they don't understand the process, and they think that every time you buy a gun, it's stored in some federal database with the serial numbers on the gun and everything. It's not. Nothing is stored right now. Interesting information. Is stored. I'm and glad you're telling me this. Your whole CSI, I can go and and do this. I can. If, I did like that girl. In if CSI, I pick up the, this, the, all the, they can the, do the uh, the gr- the girl with the bangs. I really was a big fan of hers. So let's say I She's have still alive, right? Uh, maybe. But let me give you this for example, because some people may argue about this later, listening to the show, and go, "Well, that's not a hundred percent true." Here's how I have a gun. Email us. <laughs> yeah, I have a gun. I have a garage sale. I decide to sell a thirty thirty hunting rifle that was handed down. Well, let's not even use the handed down aspect because that, that throws everything off. But that I bought from Academy. Okay? The I sell it in a garage sale. I don't have to say there's no transfer of title like a vehicle. I just sell it to a guy for a couple hundred bucks. You know, He goes off. Then he sells it to another guy. And two or three down the exchanges way, you know, it lots exchanges of lots of hands. Something illegal happens with that gun. They can. There's no way to get back to me. The only place they can kind of half-ass get back to maybe is. It's very unlikely that they would trace all the way back, but they could get back to the academy, and then from the academy they could come to me. Because they would have the serial number. It would have been in their inventory at one time. They sold it. Academy, hold. you're supposed to hold on to the paperwork NSA. of someone that bought a gun. So like all the guns I've bought, that paperwork, the people I've bought them from, they're legally you know, going through everything. They're supposed to retain that paperwork, I think, for up to five, ten years, something like that. They have to hold on to it. So they are holding on to it. The guns we've bought. I mean, they're all all that paperwork supposed to be held on to because we bought them under from a store. 
And you don't think so? I go back to you, there, you then the they NSA can come to you, has, and then what are you going to re- say? Getting that information from Academy and all those those uh, sports shops? No, because to start the investigation. The, problem, the thing is, it doesn't. Tracking? How? What are they going to do to me? I sold it to someone at a garage sale, and that's all I have to say. Case closed. Done. Well, hey, you, that's the thing that's funny is now. They're trying to get back. They're, the, I don't understand how they can. Uh, they want to f- kill the loophole law. Talking about the uh, the gun manufacturer and how you can sue the gun manufacturer for uh, that's a crime. A, that's like a different argument down that way. But no, it's I'm not. Talk- that's what they're. No, talking I'm now talking about. The, I think in the last bill they want to try that. No, but we're talking about the registry. I'm sticking with just the registration okay. of the gun. They, if if they close the loophole, which they they're calling the gun show loophole where I can stand in the parking lot and sell someone a gun. That happens all the time at these gun shows. There's no trace of anything, and there's no background check. If I go one-on-one, like I want to sell you a gun, Mm -hmm. I'm the owner, but I don't have an FFL, I can do that. I can can sell you one of my guns without giving you a background check. If I am a licensed dealer and I'm selling something brand new, or I'm selling selling guns at – mass amounts or i'm at a i got a gun shop or i have a booth at one of these gun shows yeah that's That's when when you have to pull them yeah you have to pull them in order to not violate what the atf has in play but that's the only if what they want to pass legislation wise is that if i sell it to you at a garage sale which just happens all the time out in rural texas oh yeah man of some of my first rifles i bought at garage sales down in junction you the have to and stuff that people don't even they want you to be able to register them there that it's transferred ownership from me to you yeah and you have to keep you know you have to send all that paperwork in do i have a problem with that no i mean a lot of people will be like it's none of their fucking business what i have because when it comes down to it if they don't like that type of gun then they'll know that it's in their system and they can just come to my house, knock on the door and go, where's that gun? Yeah. And then you can get in trouble for not having it. What about the age thing? The 18 and 21 thing? Yeah, go for it. That's what I was thinking. I don't have a problem with that. I have no problem with the I know it sucks. It sucks because you, you can get in the military at the age of 18, but... Man, that we gotta. there's got to be You're some training. kind of compromise on some of this stuff. You get stuff in the military, though... With for guns t- like that, you're being trained on how to use them and how to use them correctly. A lot of people, you know, around here that have bought guns don't understand how they work or how to properly take care of them or how to be safe with them. Mm-hmm. That's an issue. There's a lot oh, of people yeah, that will is, just, man. I'm going to buy a gun for home defense. They'll never shoot it. They'll never take it to the range and shoot it. They think that if they leave it in their little box that it comes in, Mm -hmm. that one day when someone breaks in their house, they can pull it out of the brand new box and pull the plastic off of it real quick. Oh, yeah. You know, shove it. The guy that, that, like, magazine uh, in it and shoot it. Pops the, the. Pops the bullet out, catches it, and doesn't realize that he's got one in the chamber, and then re- uh, releases the the uh, magazine, and then thinks the gun's unloaded, lays it down. And that's then right. you're like, dude, playing you're around with it later, not knowing that he chambered a shot when he yeah. did that little trick. Take the magazine out, then, then dechamber it. Yeah, or is that what they call it? Dechamber it. I don't know. I just get the bullet to come out. Pop the bullet out. <laughs> pop it. Pop it. Yeah. Um, I think the pop it things in the. You're slapping your. It's the I don't the what bothers gun. me about the red flag laws 
is the cry wolf aspect of it. Your or the, talk, yeah. the 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 uh, well, they're going to have to figure that the out. The cry wolf, or don't get all the mad ex wife or upset. Don't be offended or upset. Mad ex wife, mad parent, the rape whistle type thing. Yeah, you could Something send these about. red flags could be false flags. Someone could just get mad at you and be like, "Well, you know what? I know he's got a collection of guns, so I'm just going to say that he's fucking crazy. asshole. I'm going to say he's crazy and he's yeah. got access to all these guns." Now, there's times where that needs to happen, but the cops can't be reactive. I understand, like, if if you get a call, like, this guy's going insane and he's got access to guns and he's ranting and raving in the middle of the street and throwing shit and is out of his mind, you know. I get that. If it's really happening. If you show up and a guy's doing that, then yeah, there's a red flag right there. If it's just some bozo doing a SWAT call, yeah, you know, like it's like Tim Pool's always <laughs> getting swatted during yeah. this thing. If it's someone doing that shit, that's not cool, and that's what can happen with red flag laws. Yeah, so you gotta they gotta work. Everything it out. is a weird balance. Uh, high capacity magazines? Do you need them? No, I've said this before. But it makes things fun on the range, <laughs> and it makes it way easier to shoot some stuff. Do you really need them? No. These people that are like, you know, we're going to need them when, when Korea invades America. If North Korea invades America, we have huge problems. I would Massive be problems. more worried about China and, and then... The only... I'd be more worried about China and inside jobs, like us invading us. Yeah. Now... That's the thing. We, I, well, I think I watched a Bill Maher episode either this last week or the week before, and there was a British guy on there, and he's like, the problem with America right now is they don't know how fucked up they are right now, was kind of what he was saying. He's like, you guys are the only country right now, first world country, that is having this bad of a breakdown. Like, you guys are fucking looking like imbeciles right now well the, the whole, whole world is is saying thing. what the fuck are you doing get your shit together you know what i hate to be this mr realm of positivity right now and happiness lay it on me <laughs> but you know what figure out a way to fix all this inflation bullshit and get gas calm some people down <laughs> get this gas down to where it's reasonable get it to where people can enjoy their fucking lives again and, and aren't lying. stressed out and stop lying get things back to a cool level and i bet you won't see this insanity that's happening everywhere no people will start talking right now people are scared to talk well, you won't see people just going out and committing these crazy, heinous criminal acts where they're just shooting places up like it's a it's a death by suicide type thing. Like, I'm going to go out and shoot something up until the cops kill me type thing. Just because I've had a bad day. Just mm-hmm. because the world sucks, America sucks, and I can't pay for gas, and I can't pay for my housing and I can't pay for food. For I'm worried about years. COVID. Yeah. Everything's gone to shit. And Mr. fucking Charlie in a box up there just laughing and Yeah. What's what's Oatmeal the thing brain? he said today? Oatmeal brains. Yeah, what did he say today? 
things aren't really as bad as they are, and you guys are making whatever the fuck he said today made me just want to punch the fucker in the <laughs> face. And I'm saying that, Feds, I want to punch the president in the face because of this. Oh man, you just pulled a Kathy Griffin. I don't care. <laughs> you know what's you know what I've done though lately, man? It's like stop being a fucking I've, idiot. Here here's the thing is I'm not putting my head in the sand, but I have stopped during my work day, I've stopped listening to uh to uh, political radio and political podcasts. I've just stopped. I'm getting to the and point you know to I where do? I can't listen to Agenda. I listen to jazz. Without get me. I just fucking listen to jazz. Yeah. That's what I do, man. I get, UNT, I'm going to have to K-N-T-U. stop. K-N-T-U. K-N-T-U. I said you U-N-T did. first. <laughs> you did and then K-N-T-U. I said K-N-T-U. Listen the to one this. Listen. Jazz. What, play on its own? Fuck off. Listen. We're changing people's lives. Here, this is I don't the- want to hear any more of these lies. About reckless spending. We're changing people's lives. Man, he's getting fired up. <sighs> All right, man. You're changing people's lives for the worst. You're making people get in the gutter. You're making people hate each other. He is. He really is, man. You're everybody like everybody. You're causing Trump division. Trump was pretty good Everybody's, at getting people to hate each other, but fucking Biden is taking it to the next level of making everyone hate each other. These last two presidencies have turned everything to shit, and it's just pull out. But as we've said, every empire comes to an end, and we're on the fucking front row watching <laughs> it come to an end, playing that violin. Yep, just playing that violin. We'll play metal. Just playing that violin. It's embarrassing, but you want this shit to stop? Don't throw... I mean, there needs to be some gun laws. I'm a gun guy. And there needs to be... I feel there needs to be some stuff in there. I do, too. It doesn't need to be extreme. You're not going to be able to ban the weapons. You're not. Uh, Still talking about fucking bump stocks. No one that's a real... Really (laughs) shoots a gun... Wants a bump stock. They're one of these novelty bullshit things, like a yeah. like one of those plastic beer bongs you put on uh, the uh, on a long neck. Well, technically, no you could, one wants you could, to use that. That's the thing. It's funny. Technically, if you know how to do it, you can bump stock with your belt loop. That's the thing. People don't even understand. They're like they don't get it. They don't understand it. How the it wall works. hanger thing, thing. the three never... D printed wall hanger thing, mm-hmm. can make turn your gun into a butt stock. Anybody with a three D printer can make this thing. Yeah. it's not that big a deal. No one wants it because shooting a bump stock, you just spray, spray bullets stuff. everywhere. There's no you sport. Can, there's in no. It. The thing with real gun people is they want to be precise accurate. Yeah, and accuracy. accurate. And they want to be able to hit targets. It's the same thing as being an archer and playing with a bow and arrow. You want to be able to hit that bullseye. And that's the thing. You want to be able to reach out and hit something. You want to be able to pull the trigger and a few seconds later hear a ding. Yeah. And that's like from the long range up top. If you have a rifle that'll do it. That four mile shot you made. Ding. <laughs> that's kind of badass though. And watching the vapor Even trail. the ting's just like 25 yards out, 25 feet out. It's amazing yeah. feeling. Ping, Even ding, when you're looking ping, through a sight, you're like, oh, that's so awesome. Ding, 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 ding. I was watching that video of uh, me with the with my MP5 and Andy with his his little AR9. We're standing on the range and we're both ding, 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 ding. Hit <laughs> different targets. It cracks me up. Just hearing those tings as we're popping each one. A little ting, ting. Ting, 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 ting. We're late now, man. 
we are. We're late, but I mean, it was a good conversation, and it wasn't a bunch of hatred and anger. No, it's I feel just, better now. Yeah, I feel better about uh, the whole thing, the whole work day, because my work day sucked. Well, yeah, mine has to. All I gotta say is watch it. Watch out. Work and life, <laughs> and uh, the heat. All my all aspects of me have sucked lately. Maybe you should red flag me. Oh, um, we've got several red flags. If they, as soon as that goes into effect, ding, 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 ding. You have a podcast called the Jerry Jonestown Massacre. The first shirt you ever made was a blood splatter shirt. <laughs> yeah, because it's funny. We don't find that funny. What do you think about the uh, real quick? What do you think about the? Uh, the requirement of having uh, a storage device. Uh, I need to get one, honestly. I think everybody I have, that's a good uh, gun owner I, has one. Yeah, I don't. I have I need no one. problem with that. But I don't active. I don't have kids around all the time. The thing is, it's it's theft. You want to keep it as hard as possible for someone to. I mean, it is to keep guns away from kids and stuff, but it's also so they don't get stolen and easily put on the streets. That's why you need one. And it's not that I am not going to get one. I just haven't picked out the right one yet. You know what I never thought about? My grandfather told me. He's like, when you, when you, when I got mine, and mine's nothing crazy, but like when you get a big, big one, mm-hmm. that's, that is crazy. Put it on an outside wall. That way, if your house catches on fire, you can tell the fire department and they'll go over there and grab it. Like, uh, and pull it out. Down and pop, pop. Yeah. They'll, um, they'll cut that part of the wall out see, and pull it out if they can get to it and it's not on fire. I think you're in agreement with me in that we're in agreement, like uh, Fred Durst said. As the great, late, great <laughs> Fred Durst. No, he's not dead. I'm about to say, man. That would hurt. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'll, I will listen to any conversation, man. I'm not going to... And I think you're the same way. No, if everybody's you, a fucking idiot. If you haven't, no, no, no. Now, if oh. you start yelling, if you start yelling, and you don't have anything behind your your yells, and I can tell that you don't have a, you haven't critically thought about it at all. All you've done is listen to what you hear on the news. Then I'm probably gonna just kind of laugh it off. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, and let's move on to the next conversation. And if your retort is, shut up, you're stupid. Yeah. Or or. Whatever well, that's, fat that's always, ass. That's always our retorts, but no. But if that's your, if you're trying to have a conversation with someone and the person responds with "shut up, you're stupid," or yeah, or brings up a different issue, like well, to try to distract. Well, you're you, just or, a fat ass type yeah. thing. Like, no, nah, we're done. Yeah, yeah I don't, shut I don't up. I know you don't have any argument, and, and you, I know you don't know what you're talking about. You have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> None. But that being said. If you do know what you're talking about and you've thought about it, and I can tell from talking to you, you know, and, and listening to you think, have you've you thought, thought about it? it. It's like uh, when, when there's some things that uh, Sosa and us don't agree with, or, or, you know, there's some things you agree with, some things I do, vice versa. You can tell the man has put in thought to, to what he he's believing. Yeah. And it, it doesn't it's matter. Good conversation. You could tell me to put like fucking gun condoms on all the guns, and I'd be like, "Well, I guess he's thought about it." And I'd listen to your pitch, but dude, if you don't know what you're talking about, and I sniff it out quick, I just don't have time to talk to you, man. All you're gonna do is depress me and, and frustrate me. And then what's funny is you turn, you're like, "Well, I don't have time for this because you're obviously an idiot," which I did 
this week on social media against... And they're like, wait, it's flat, asshole. A photographer that used to live here and moved to Chicago who started down-talking and mansplaining things to me. And I called him out on it and said that, you know, that he fibbed about the numbers he pulled out because he couldn't pull out any proof. Well, just because I said he fibbed, he called me a liar. Or that he said that I was calling him a liar. Did you say... I said you fibbed about the numbers. You should have done... I wish I was such a liar. <laughs> well, fibbing and lying. Yelling fibbing, saying that you fibbed Imposter. about the numbers. Saying you fibbed about the numbers and then calling you a straight-up liar are two different things, and I never called him a straight-up liar. I just said you fibbed about the numbers. Because he made up a bunch of stats and stuff that just wasn't true. Is this on camera stuff or guns? On guns. Oh, yeah. Because he's a big anti-gun guy, period. And he was yeah. he was talking about... Um, it had to do with that shooting up in... Or is out east? In Louisville, Kentucky, where the lady stopped the guy. The guy went to his car, got the AR, and was about to start spraying on this Duncanville? party. Duncanville? No, not recent. This was oh, a while like back. three weeks ago. Gosh, and the girl, so the lady pulled out a handgun and shot him right there and killed him before he could attack this party. Yeah. Because he was acting crazy and acting weird and then went to his car and got a rifle. And she had a gun in her purse and stopped a mass shooting. Well, no one reported on it. And if you go and you look... I know how the fucking internet works. I know how Google works. And I don't always, I, I didn't even get in the whole thing of not using Google. But I mean, I've only worked in IT technology for how long? I know how all this shit fucking works. So don't mansplain it to me how it works, especially when you don't know me 100%. And we've actually had Shut this conversation in the past, but whatever. Shut up, you don't know me. I don't know, you know, diabetes brain or something. I don't know what the fuck or COVID brain, whatever. Long COVID. Yeah. Heat long stroke. COVID. Maybe he's got long COVID or heat stroke. Yeah. Heat stroke. Maybe whatever, but fuck him because he has <laughs> a long way to go to just tell. Someone he to keeps fuck mansplaining off. to all these different people and all these different groups. And he's jumped a bunch of our friends and a bunch of, he used to live down here and he moved to Chicago. Yeah. And there's a lot of people around here that are like, fuck that guy. Fucking he's just dickhead. Stirring it up. Well, he thinks he's, uh, it's it's old man get off my lawn <laughs> I know everything and there's a lot of that going around and blah 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 my way's right he won't you can't discuss anything with him so when you're trying to discuss things and I wasn't even talking to him I was talking to the guy that originally started oh, his post bugs. but he busted in and had to shout his opinions on how the internet fucking works and mansplain and it was like dude I'm just showing you that and I actually had a screenshot of how of what the top stories were. CNN never reported on that story. You go to their site and you try to look up anything about that story. It's not in their records. You go to Fox News, it's not in there. You go to ABC News and NBC News, it wasn't on. And this is three weeks ago. If anything's going to show up archived in their site, you're going to see it. But you go directly to their sites, not Google. And it's still not on there. And that was my thing was mainstream media did not cover this. All the local media did. I don't understand when – because every once in a while somebody will see something that I post and be like, why do you attack the media like that? And I'm like, dude, do you, our, the whole time Dustin and I have been doing this show, we've never been big fans of the media, local media 
or national media. It doesn't matter, man. The thing that's the thing that is so aggravating to me right now is media right now is shit. It's like all they are doing is stirring it up. They're not. They're going beyond just reporting news. They're reporting whatever could be news or or whatever you might should think. Yeah, Dustin, I'm going to tell you how you should probably think. That's not that's not your job. Your job is just to report exactly the facts that you know. And the thing is, like, it's we we've talked about this a hundred times. But even working in the media and working on covering things and writing up reviews and writing up stories for publications, when they when you're writing a story and they're like, you know, that's I'm just going to use this for an example. I'm going to say there's a band, Band A. Here, I'll just use Uncle Toasty. There's Uncle Toasty, and there's a story being written about. I thought Toasty. you were going to call them Band Aids. No, there, there's a story about Uncle Toasty, and you know we want you to write a story about this band that's you know playing hey, shows gosh. or whatever. <laughs> Hi, I'm Uncle Toasty, <laughs> and you're writing a story about Uncle Toasty, and the editor comes back and goes, "Well, this is a good story, but in this article you talk about uh, the years that Dustin was a abused heroin." And I'm just throwing myself under the bus. I've never done heroin, but I'm just saying that. Thomas? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Start a song. We're going to just focus just focus on that. Mm-hmm. You know, the article's changed now. Just focus on him abusing heroin and all the bad things he did during that. That's the way media works. This story was supposed to be about Uncle Toasty, but now... You talking about Hunter? We're going Hunter straight Hunter Biden down. or Uncle Toasty? Who are we talking about here? I'm, See what I did there? Okay, but anyway, that's my example. Is that it's called a roadblock or a what do you call them? I don't know. But that's my that's my that's how Speed media bump. works, and that's how that has happened to me. That's why I don't fucking do, do shit it? for the Fort Worth Weekly. Is the same fucking way. You know, we talk yeah. all good about all the shit they do and everything, but there's been articles. I've wrote articles about bands and stuff in there. This is good, but we need to change the aspect of it. You need to focus on this. That happened yeah, in that article up there that Susie wrote. Yeah, it's annoying. It's it is it's absolutely annoying. annoying it's but like, it's, uh, it's, it's stupid. That, we gotta bend things so we can get ready to sensationalize and first. And we want to sensationalize it. bullshit that doesn't matter. You get a virtue signal. Like I thought you wanted to talk about this, everyone. but now you want to talk about this person's struggling and what they've yeah. gone through. Yeah. You know what I didn't know, and I, I wanted to bring this up earlier in the show. We're talking about all this white supremacist and. Uh, uh-oh. Clan stuff that's you know coming out and all these that how the media is focusing on that. What I didn't know and I fell down a rabbit hole is that how big Crips are in Fort Worth. Oh man, Crips have been all through Texas for for the, real. The Grape Street Crips were in Tyler, Texas for a while. No, no, no. Growing up, we knew all about that. Yeah, but I figured a bunch of these guys got older and got wise and just became normal dudes. You grow out of things, you know. No. I was once um, in the Eden. Indian Guides, and Eden. I got too old and kind of grew out of that, you know? No, man. I was once a skater, and I kind of grew out of that. You almost said it. Huh? Anyway. Second time you almost said I was once eaten. Oh. <laughs> but this, like, there are videos of... Retired or the no, old school dudes? active right yeah. now. And they're old? Young. Oh yeah, no, I know. old and young. Oh, you didn't think that All it had over. continued once they the whole 
I thought it all had pretty much died out, especially yeah. in Fort Worth on this saying. side, because I work yeah. a lot in the east and no, south side. It's still hardcore, and you don't man. really see it. But there are I fell down this weird rabbit hole of how much they still control blocks, and they still talk about you know, uh, you know, yeah. East Hattie Block belongs to this Crip gang, and then you know, yeah. East Ev- or. South Evans belongs to this Crip gang, and then you got yeah. you know East Baltimore, and this belongs to this yeah. Crip gang, and you're like, whoa! I didn't know y'all still had shit divided up between <laughs> who belongs where, and still we're throwing signs, and we're, I I see guys standing on the corner all the time, but you just think they're out there ha- hanging out and talking and being yeah. cool. You didn't know they were controlling their block and slinging shit, and it's wild. Yeah. And I thought a lot of the shootings that went on around there were just kids popping off and being angry. Yeah. Kids being kids, you know. Just but kid stuff. There's a just whole... You can fall down a YouTube rabbit hole. Oh, I'm sure you can. You put That's in, why I'm trying to not do that. You put in Fort Worth Crips or Fort Worth Gangs or Fort yeah. Worth... There's a whole guy that goes around the country and just... Videos them? Does a document of these different hoods called Hood Films or something like that. I was like, whoa, this is amazing. Anyway, that's that. That's Fort nice. Worth yeah. loves you. <laughs> yep. Fort Worth, love you, mean it. Bye. See ya. <laughs>